everyone. How we doing? Welcome back to the In the Round podcast. Recording in person with an actual guest. No Skype, no Zoom, none of the bullshit. Boudreaux's got himself a beer, and we've got one of our good buddies here with us. Back in Nashville, Tennessee, it's our good buddy Dawson Edwards. Dawson, how you doing? Homie? I'm doing good, man. How are y'all? Dude, it's. I'm just glad to fucking be back in Nashville. Yeah, I'm dude, so it's been weird be. being away. Yeah, did you go, you said you went back to Georgia for a little bit? Yeah, I went back home. It was like, I did it in two different stands. Right when all this happened, so talked about the brew house a while ago. We yeah. actually had a show at the brew house the week the world, like, went to hell in a handbasket. Really? So, like, some people on the team, like, reaching out, it's like, they're, like, recommending, you know, we cancel the show. And they're, like, in Georgia at the time, because this was, like, right then, you could still have people of a thousand people, of a, of a crowd of a thousand people. Well, the... Brew house only holds like 750. And I was like, well, hell, even if we sold it out, like we're golden. I was like, I'm just going to have to play it, you know, and we're going to have to do it. And it was literally the weekend it happened, and that was on a Saturday. The following Monday, everything just gets shut down completely. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, well, yeah, I hate so, writing on Zoom. Yeah. So I'm going to go back home and hang out for a little so, bit. So our, our last time out on the road. And it wasn't quite an experience for me being being Yankee boy. Go Yanks, by the way. Today is opening day. Um, <laughs> Go Bravos. Yeah. <laughs> Bravos. <laughs> but um, our the last show that we got to do with with Gary and Chuck and the, the Muscadine guys was at a mud park in Leakesville, Mississippi. Okay, a mud it, park. Like I, a mud bog? Like thing? a mud bog. Like, okay. it's yeah. just a bunch of, like, guys and girls working they in the like, oil industry. Yeah, I was about to say, basically what they did is they paid, like, a fee to get into the park for the day, and it included your concert ticket. And so, like, you'd go mudding all day, and then, like, we take the stage at, like, 10 o'clock. At Dude, 10 o'clock. Like people kind of people are boozing all day. Tyler yeah. Stritt's daughter was opening up. For, Tyler Stritt yeah, yeah. opened up yeah, for her. It was like, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was wild. And it was something, me being from New York, had never seen. And we went out there and we were just walking around. It was me, Gary, and Lee, um, our TM. And Lee, um, or we were talking to these guys. They were like, y'all want to go out? And they were like, they were pointing at me and they were like, Yankee boys got to go out. Oh, yeah. So I went, I went out in a side-by-side and we went through all these holes and I was just covered. And <laughs> people just tossing bushes lights to each oh, other yeah. while they're moving kids getting stuck with their snorkels and shit it was oh, yeah. it was wild man but it's crazy now to think that was like the last show but i'm glad you got to do that hometown show right yeah. before it started so what was that night like what's a night for dawson edwards at the brew house because that's that's a home that's a home game for yeah you. it is so it, it i the previous two shows we played there we sold almost 400 tickets at both shows and i was like you know that's like hometown boy like selling 400 tickets to brew house like solid deal and we you know there was like whispers going around about the coronavirus but no one really knew like what was going to go down and we got there and we ended up selling like right under 300 so like it did hurt us a little bit but man we had a ball i mean people were slammed in there and i walked out on stage with the corona beer and i'm like (laughs) that's like i got like yeah because it was like uh uh what's the Lucky holiday green um, St. Patrick's Day, St. Patty's Day. So it was that weekend. Oh, so we got boy. like we got like clovers and green necklaces and stuff. <laughs> I'm wearing a Braves jersey and we're in a Cunha Hell jersey, yeah. you know. And I'm like going out there and like we just you know just did, part, our, did just, our thing. You just go out there and party for an hour. Yeah. And a half. Speaking of the Braves and Acuna, did you see where he was the? Uh, he's got the. Best odds to be named uh, in MVP this yes, year. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, and it probably be, he'd probably be the youngest ever if he gets it right. I. Th- I believe it would so. be very close. I mean, he's like breaking all the young. I mean, dude's only like he's the youngest person ever signed that massive deal. He's only like yeah. twenty one years old or something. And like, like everybody, whenever the break, so 
I don't know if you know the deal. He signed like a ten-year, hundred million dollar contract, right? Big, youngest for the like biggest for the youngest player. Yeah, ever yeah. yeah. And everybody, whenever they came out, was like, "Yo, dude, why are you signing this contract? Like, you're stupid because you know basically, like, you're going to be able to sign a max contract." But you think about it, like the kid comes from like a different country and all, and like he was like, "I want to play as a brave." Yeah, and this ensures that I'll do this, yeah. and it ensures that my family's going to be taken care of. Yeah, and it's and a bit. He'll it, only be yeah. thirty-one when it's over. Yeah, yeah. he'll still be. He'll in still it. sign he'll another, still another. another year. And you know where? You know where he's going to come? He's going to look great in pinstripes, <laughs> is baby. That, is that right? he's, no. We're gonna we're gonna have him out in center field right next to Aaron Judge. That right? Aaron Judge will probably taking be a second fighter. Andrew Jones there. Yeah, right. Andrew Jones two point Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. He wins a se- Did Andrew Jones win a World Series with you guys? Was he on the '95 team? Uh, I don't think so. I believe he was actually. Oh, he I think was? he was. I can't. I wasn't even born in when they went when they won. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, because you're. That was a year before I was born. See, I was born the year. I was born the year. Um, I was born in '95, so I was born in between the New York sports years. The Rangers won in '94 with hockey, and then but the Knicks fucked up in '94, and then the Yankees dynasty started. I, my first year on this earth was when Jeter started. Uh, so yeah. I was spoiled. I've been yeah. spoiled as hell as a Yankees and see, fan. My yeah. first year was whenever Chipper started with the Braves. So <laughs> I got you. Yeah. You know, like I've you know growing up in Atlanta and stuff. Yeah. Like I was always a Chipper fan. Like we would literally have fights. And like parents would pay money to whoever got to wear number ten. Yeah, dude. Like Chipper that's Jones how big Chipper he's a, Jones he's, was. He's a hero, kind of superhero kind so of. So do guy you go to the Braves games a lot? I have. I, I didn't go to a whole lot to them when I was younger, but yeah. here recently, I, I love the new stadium. Yeah, what's the new stadium like? Because Turner Field See, was I a been yet. Turner Field's a histor- was a historic spot for you guys. A lot of big yeah. things happened there. And what was the other one? Fulton County or whatever. Fulton County Fulton Stadium. So yeah. you guys made had a lot of history. Y'all are a storied franchise, yeah. just like as a Yankees fan, yeah. storied franchise. I hate our new stadium. I miss our old stadium so much, and it's really? because of all the stuff that happened there. But what what's this new stadium like? For Honestly, you guys? I love it because it was in such a bad part. I mean, they're, the reason, like, one of the main reasons they moved it was like because of all the crime and just like bad stuff going on, like right around the stadium. And so they moved it into like Cobb County, and it's in Cobb County. Yeah, now. it's north of town now. Yeah, so it's like in it's it's in a. They got the battery right there. You got this like walkway with like bars and restaurants like right into it, and you got the this Omni. Big... Have, have I been to this place? Yeah, to... this is whenever you met. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Caleb. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was. I. I was getting. We'll say I was getting my Ryan Nelson on a lot okay. that night. Okay. I, I, that's a little blurry. Um, but yeah, so I do. Remember, I do remember that area now. We was yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like that area is awesome. The battery. Like, I still haven't been over there because that night, me and a couple of the other guys went and watched the Joker at the movie theaters. Like idiots. I went and watched the Giants Patriots preseason game, and I was freaking out. I was, I, you could tell, I was the only New yeah. Yorker in there because yeah, sure. I was like cussing whenever Tom Brady would complete a pass, <laughs> um, and everybody was looking at me like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Like, why is <laughs> number? We're just louder people, and yeah. like, there's, I, I, I definitely stood out. Yeah. but that's the battery's out in like right field, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, behind right. It's right there. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. It's it's cool, sick. Y'all, y'all cool have y'all have a good setup. And see, the y'all, thing y'all I like have about a really new, good. Setup. I haven't been, but the thing I do like about the new stadium and what a lot of people said is it's a lot more intimate because Turner Field was massive. Yeah, like dude, you could fit a ton of people in there, and like if you set up in the upper deck, dude, like 
you need binoculars. It was the nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it so legit was. The first time I ever actually went to the SunTrust Park, it's called something else now because they, like... Truest. Truest, yeah. Because SunTrust and BB&T merged together. Yeah, so now it's, like, purple, and I don't even like how that sounds, so I'm just going to keep calling it SunTrust. SunTrust. There yeah. you go. And SunTrust is, a, like, they're, like, started in the state of Georgia, so yeah. I'm just going to keep calling it SunTrust. Well, SunTrust. So, wasn't BB&T also started in Florida, in Georgia? I don't re- I don't know. I know, I know they're fact, all... SunTrust, I know they're all over Georgia because yeah. that's who my grandparents used yeah. to bank with, so... So I have no idea. Yeah. So, what was your first time at SunTrust like? Well, it was for an Aldine concert. He no was shit. First, that was it. Was actually just popped up in my memories either yesterday or the day before. So it was two years ago, like right now. And uh, a group of friends were going and like, hey, like somebody dropped out, like can't come. Like, do you want to come to the Aldine show? Didn't have to pay a dime. I like, just had a ticket. And it was when uh, Luke Combs, Hootie and the Blowfish, and I, then Aldine played. I, rem- I remember that. And Lauren Elena, I think, was playing too. And yeah. it was just awesome. So we originally were like sitting way up and like, like over by first base, like over towards that way. Well, then my cousin sends me a text message and was like, "Hey, dude, like thinking about you tonight." Like sends me a picture of like the stage or something. I can't remember what it was. I was like, "Dude, are you here?" And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Dude, I'm like right over here too." He's like, "Come over here. They're on the third baseline, front row. No one was sitting next to him." And we just go sit like I had like there was like four people with us. We just go sit right there. So we get that view like right at it. And they like oh, yeah. sold the outfield out, you know, obviously. But what do you what do you think a stadium shows like as a concert goer? Uh, dude, I love that one. I mean, it, it was awesome. It was like I'm a Aldine fan anyway, yeah. and he 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 just kicks ass. And so I, I think that might be the only stadium show I've okay. ever been to. I've been to a bunch of arena shows, yes, yeah, but see, not I've, stadium shows. So it's funny you talk about Aldine. My first time seeing Aldine, it was the Night Train tour. Okay. When you had a baby Thomas Rhett, yeah. only song the kid had was Beer with Jesus. Yeah. He's out there with an acoustic guitar, and they, everybody just knew him as Red Aiken's little, little, little son. Time. And this is back 20, this 2012, 2013, so yeah. we're going back a little bit. And then long hair, weed-smoking beach boy Jake Owen out there. there. Like, Barefoot Blue G Night and all that shit was just starting to come out. But seeing, like, Al Dean puts on a, a show. show. And as yeah. a Georgia guy, it's... There's so many guys and girls you can look up to. I know, like, right? y'all are the mecca. It's like, you guys in Texas, North Carolina just come along. But Georgia, like, I don't know. Like, when do they, do they just start, do they, like, give you a guitar, like, out of the womb? Like, what <laughs> the frick is it? Like, everybody in Georgia just plays I, I music. really do think it's the people in Georgia. Like, yeah. it's, like, with y'all being on the road with Muscadine, and you see, like, people there are fans of, like, finding new music and, like, coming to shows and stuff. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Like, also, it's like the culture, too, is like, you know, yeah, you got Atlanta and all where you can, like, do all that kind of stuff. But, like, Atlanta's one – Atlanta's so much different than Georgia. Because, like, once you, so. once you get outside of Atlanta, it's either college towns or it's just very small rural farm towns. For the most part. Like a place like Carrollton, Georgia. That's yeah. like a farm town. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to our buddy Noah Hicks, Carrollton, Georgia. Yeah. Or even Georgia like down in Statesboro and, and yeah. stuff like that. 40 minutes yeah. from yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then you got places like Rome. And then you got yeah. places and like... up north, St- you got the mountains. You got yeah. Athens. Which is where we're at. And Athens, yeah. Athens. and Statesboro and yeah. all those different areas. So what that is, though, is you get a lot of good old boys that can play guitar and... They can go to the college towns and like... Right. People they can do that. that. But honestly, it's like same thing with me living in Alabama. Like I was in Alabama last week. One night, it was just me and the boys. We got around a campfire. It was hot as hell. Don't know why we were having a fire, but we lit one up. Did you have one anyway? (laughs) Yeah, and we just literally grabbed guitars and played for like four hours. So just sitting around a fire and drinking beer with your buddies and playing guitar is just... Yeah. 
just what you do. It's that's, just that's a Friday or Saturday and then, night. And I feel like there's a lot of people that that's just like what the, that's all they wanted to do. But like in my case, like I was, I was like, like I told you before we started, like I was just like, oh, man, I want to get to Nashville. When did like, that start? What was it that was like? I want to be on a stage. I want to be singing country damn music. I, I tell everybody this story, and this is I swear to God, this is exactly when it hit me. But I, I started playing music and stuff like writing songs, playing guitar, like 13, 14. But I was probably like 16 years old, I'd say, and I saw, um, it was back when they still had the Opry, like on TV, you know, and it was Eric Church and Randy Hauser, and sinners like me, I had the lyrics tattooed on my arm, like, greatest album of all time, in my opinion. And uh, he gets up there, like, Church plays sinners like me acoustic, and I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then Randy Hauser gets up there. And it was before, and I don't know if you remember his song, I don't even know if it's out anymore, called In God's Time. Yeah. Okay, so, like, he gets up there, he's like, I think he might have said, like, I wrote this last night. Like, he gets up there and, like, messes the song up, sings the same verse, like, twice. Anyway, he's on a bar stool in in the Opry Circle, sweating his ass off. It's back when he had the long hair, like, still just outlaw. Big old boy, yeah. yeah. So he's up there, like, this big Gibson guitar, sweating his ass off, long hair, playing this song in God's Time, and I'm like that is what I want to do. And like, I swear that was the moment I hit me and I was like, that is it. Like that is what I want to do. And literally from that moment, I've every decision I've made is to get to Nashville or advance my career in some way, shape or form. That's awesome. So moving to Nashville, you said you were 19, 19. What's it like? By like a couple of days. Yeah, what's it like being under 21 moving to Nashville? Cause for me, I came down a few years after and again, I, I'm, I know I'm drinking a non-alcoholic butch latte because I'm here with Dawson Edwards. Cheers, buddy. Um, but like, I I don't drink anymore. I've, I haven't gotten hammered in about four years, which is which has been great. But yeah. so much of this town is going to bars, even Very just networking. So. What's it like being an underager coming into town? Man, it, or at it least was... underager on the books. You might yeah. have been you might have been of age in South Carolina or yeah. Mississippi <laughs> or Alabama. It was. Uh... Honestly, it was it's weird. I had a buddy. He he moved here about a year before. He moved here about a year before me, but it wasn't necessarily for music. He was just his grandparents lived like in uh, Eagleville, which is like probably forty minutes yeah. outside of town. So he lived up here, and actually did his senior year of high school here. And so me and him actually moved into this little bitty spot. Yeah, it's this little studio apartment thing, like super small. We moved up here together. He's the same age as me, and uh, honestly, went to the listening room a lot. Like. You can get in there. Like, I spent a lot of time. The first night we moved to town, Shane McAnally, uh, Josh Osborne, and Rhett Akins play at the listening <laughs> room. The ticket was like five bucks, and we went. And it's it was rid- like. That's ridiculous. Like, those, those kind of lineups don't yeah. happen anymore. Oh, dude, it was insane. I mean, it was like, I remember it like it was yesterday, and that was over five years ago. So, like, we went there a lot, and then y'all know Chad Bishop probably, don't Oh, you? yeah, we know Chad. <laughs> so, Chad is a, a couple, I think he's like just a couple years older than me, maybe even like a year, whatever it was. He had a fake ID, and when, right when he turned 21, so it was Ryan Nelson's uh, first ever Whiskey Jam show. And I just mean, oh, this, this is a hell of a story. So I'm like, I wrote with Jordan Fletcher and uh, Ryan Nelson the day that Ryan makes his Whiskey Jam debut. So like, I'm just chilling with those guys all day, and I'm like 19, you know, like I'm like not, can't get into winners, you know. So... Ryan's like, dude, just like grab my guitars or something. Like, they're not going to say anything to you. Like now they do. Now if you have a guitar, they still ID when you go in. But he was like, grab some guitars and just like go in. So Chad just had turned twenty one. Gives me this ID of this dude that he had. The dude has a beard but doesn't have a mustache, just like I do. And I'm like, 
well, this is the ticket. So he gives me that, but I don't even have to use it that night. I just go in and I carry it. Get I carry like maybe like Jordan cymbals or something like Ryan's guitar, and I walk in and like. Oh, this is when Jordan was still playing drums. Yeah, Jordan played <laughs> drums for Ryan that night. Yeah, because he used to tour with Job. Yeah, yeah, they both. Did. They were their band. That was Job's band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the good old. I mean, that was five years ago. I mean, that was like legit. That was like the. I mean, times are so. Di- I mean, so different yeah. now. But that was how I got in that night, and that's how I got Chad's old fake ID. So he gave me that, and then I used that. I got into like some all like Corey, uh, Cody Johnson played here in town. I got into his show, like just all kind of stuff with that. It ended up finally getting taken at a bar one night, but yeah, so it helped me out yeah, a ton. We, I. We used to take IDs for sport. So I was a door guy. He was a door guy. We Damn. used to work at Whiskey Rail on Broadway. I helped train I him as a door guy. We, so. we had my, my old... <laughs> so I used to live with um, Ethan Willis. And, okay, um, yeah, and then uh, Dakota Tate is, was our other roommate. We were all door guys on yeah. Broadway. We had a binder, bro. And we had, it al- we had it alphabetized by state. Over 900 fake IDs that we've caught. Oh, my God. State by state, we have freaking fake England ID, like, like green cards, like passport, all kinds of shit. Like I used to catch fifteen a night. So what bar? Do you remember what bar it was? Yeah, it was a place called. Uh, uh, it's a stupid name. The Wild Beaver. You got it taken <laughs> in the Wild Beaver. How the fuck does that happen? Hammered. Those guys suck. Hammered, hammered one night. We Wild Beaver was our shit show spot. We used yeah. me and Tyler used to go there. And oh yeah, fuck around. Oh yeah, was, I used was, to date a girl that was underage, and she had the worst fake ID, <laughs> and like she would get in there no problem. <laughs> we uh so y'all know Caleb Conradi? Name I rings don't. a bell. No, well he's like one of my best buddies, and me and him went out, and uh, I'd like gotten cash out to go like hang out. So we go hang out, like meet these girls or whatever, and then they wanted to go to the Wild Beaver, so like we're going there to party or whatever. So like I run out of money, like cash money, I run out. So I'm gonna like continue buying beer but i have my like atm card and then i have my fake id and the dude's like oh the dude's like so which one is yours like actually and i was like uh look dog just hand me my i need the atm card like just hand me that and he's like oh i'm gonna keep this then and i was like oh damn it so then we got kicked out you know the whole nine yards <laughs> Dude, we wild had, nights at the wild beavers we used to go on sunday nights sunday nights were our shit show nights damn because sunday we would, fun day. yeah dude because we would get up so he was well work- the thing was is like me and matt both we worked day shift i think you worked what thursday friday saturday sunday basically yeah so wait, and i worked so, yeah. monday tuesday night and then friday saturday sunday day it, so we would get off go home change clothes and then we would just let loose sometimes bro and this is very sneaky and i might get myself in trouble for saying this but fuck it we're with dawson edwards drinking bush lattes <laughs> um I, what you would do i mean as a as a young single guy moving to nashville i uh, like first getting into town you meet girls as they're coming in and stuff mm-hmm. and like you, when you're when you're the door guy you got prime freaking real estate you're seeing you're the first thing girls see when they come into the bar and i'm the token yankee they think they're coming down here finding somebody like you or boudreaux over here talking all <laughs> southern and country and shit and i'm like hey how you doing like throwing the joey from friends thing yeah and then you meet you you meet them during the day and then when you get off at seven you text them to meet you at the wild beaver there you go. i would bring my change of clothes or whatever and we would literally just hop out and Wild Beaver Sunday nights were Damn. a shit show, dude. Damn. I and like the thing was, was, was it was an industry night. It's changed management now, and they don't do it anymore. But it used to be industry night, so if they knew you worked at the bar, dude, I have got, I bought myself drinks, another guy drinks, my girlfriend, my ex girlfriend drinks, and like 
pretty much bought around for the whole bar and walked out of there paying sixty dollars. Hell yeah! Like but they he, would do it. It was one dollar. Those days are definitely long gone. It was one dollar shot, two dollar mixed drink. I think like fifty cent or a dollar beer. Like it was stupidly cheap. Like I would go get fucked up Hell for like yeah. forty five bucks. <laughs> That's what it I'm was, talking about. It was bad, bro. We we did a lot of crazy shit and then we would either we would usually end up at Waffle House or we'd walk down oh, yeah. or we'd walk down fourth or third or whatever it was and get to the diner. Yeah, I always ended up at the diner. And you would always it always order extra and then you'd wake up and be like, Why is there fucking food next to my bed? And I'd be like, oh. you would just I never order. did that. I thought you used to bring food back. No, I never that wasn't me. It might have been Coda, but whatever. I would always eat my food because <laughs> yeah. I I don't order a lot there. <laughs> Hell yeah. So talking about music and stuff. Yeah. You're kicking ass, man. You've been putting out... How many songs have you put out since fucking Corona started? Four. You've been killing it. Because almost every... Well, we had them, we had them recorded before yeah. this. And, like, the whole point was, you know, touring and whatnot. And we got to do the Corey Smith tour last year. And, like, we're going to yep. have to go out with Corey some more. So, so. so what... So, as a Georgia guy, yeah. that's got to be really cool. Because Corey a is a Georgia legend. legend. Yes. What's what's it been like getting to know him and touring with him? He's awesome, and I know Muscadine did some stuff back with him back in the day, but he's he's awesome. It, he we, it took a minute to like I guess like get kind of warmed up to him, but like by the end of the tour, you know you, you know how it is being on tour. By the end of it, you're like feel like your buddies, you know. And I haven't spoke to any of his crew in a while, but he had some eye surgery and was already taking the beginning of 2020 off anyway. And was supposed to hit it back in April. And so we were gonna, you know, go back and everything, and then coronavirus hit. So he was ahead of the curve, I guess. He just had all yeah. his stuff canceled anyway. What What is that uh, crowd like? What's a awesome. Corey Smith crowd like? Awesome. Yeah, it was the biggest crowd I'd ever played for. We played for like fifteen hundred people. Where'd y'all go? House of Blues. Like that was like the the style of shows. And we went to uh, played Jackson, Tennessee, played uh, New Orleans, played Myrtle Beach, and played Orlando, Florida on that last run. Nice. And that we we spent. Uh, New Year's Eve in Myrtle Beach, which is just plum. Wasn't the outrageous. boat? Wasn't the boat house? Dirty Myrtle. It? it was the. It was the House of Blues. Blues. Yeah. Yeah, Myrtle's a, an interesting place. That was the only time I've ever. Been I've only there. been there once. It was for like a like a. We played a show. Yeah, there. yeah. We played. So we got like scheduled, and I don't, I don't remember the full story. But anyways, we played like this, like Christmas. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Look at that smile Number on his two. face. Uh, we played like some Christmas like. Benefit. It was thing. like a, it was like a Toys for Tots like benefit yeah. thing. So it was just it not was, as rowdy as. And I'm not gonna lie, the room, <laughs> the room, the stage was where those where that double door is behind you, and I at front of house was right here, oh, and man. we had three line arrays per side with two subs, and I was just sitting there like literally like wanting pretty much to kill myself because yeah. like I could literally unmic everything. Yeah, you're getting your. Yeah. Well, yeah, what Boathouse usually does, they they have that outdoor section and it's like a hill and looking down and they it's like a mini amphitheater. Um okay. yeah. this was in December, so it was inside. So okay. that's what made the difference. The night before we were in Coyote Joe's and it was like close to sold out. And the night so before that like we were at uh Blind, Blind Horse, Horse Saloon, which you ever been there? You ever I been haven't. have you done a lot of shows in South Carolina being I a Georgia guy? I haven't. Because Blind Horse, fucking rowdy, bro. Rowdy. Like so, that's my other thing too. Seeing just just taking in like the the um the country the southern country crowd yeah. is very different from like the the northern country crowd. Really, y'all? Well, it's just the the ra- like the party like y'all get rowdy, you know? Like yeah. this is what y'all do. See and- what they don't have that we have is litchers. What are lich? Oh, the lich. Do you know what a litcher is? Never even heard of that. So think about this. You know how you can buy a picture of beer? Yeah. Well, think if you could buy a picture of Jack and Coke. 
For oh, I've seen those. For $15, you can buy a picture of Jack and Coke or Moscow Mule or mm. vodka soda or whatever like you black, want. That sounds like a blackout to me. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. well, the, uh, well, that's the thing. You go to a place like the Blind Horse Saloon. And there and are mean, people double fisting yeah. these oh, things. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, you got people pounding those all night. I mean. Like, dude, in Greenville, <laughs> South Carolina. Breed, breed makes, bro, here. makes my life easy selling merch. Oh, it's yeah. a lot easier to sell to a drunk guy. Yeah. You're like, is she really your porch swing angel? You got to buy her a shirt, man. Yeah. Like, come Listen, on. And dude, the girlfriend in gets Greenville, I literally, we kick off the set and the intro music's playing. And we get through that first, like, I always say, I know how a show's going to go by the time we get through the first course mm -hmm. of the first song. Yeah. If that's all going well, nothing's blown up yet, we're probably going to have a great night. Yeah. Or it's just going to be a shitty night. Yeah. Either way, I get through that, and I kind of like start seeing the crowd. And there is this dude full up like, I thought he was dead, but he is getting dragged under his armpits by his friends out of there and has no movement, like totally dead weight. And this was at the start, and I saw about four more of those. I had some frat dude trying to come back there and tell me to turn it down, but he was so drunk he couldn't like finish a sentence. And finally, like the uh house guys like got him out of there and stuff and like dude he was literally from like me to you which is about six seven feet yeah and i could smell whiskey on his breath oh dude oh dude oh they, it, it gets it gets a little crazy but yeah. back to the songs you're putting out and stuff like i've been seeing just popping up just new song from dawson edwards here yeah. new song from dawson edwards here coldest thing in this bar is one of my favorites bro. Yeah. i freaking love that song so Thanks, 2020 is about getting the music out huh yeah and it, it was it already was i mean before the pandemic and everything it already was about getting the music out and we uh went in we we started working on it at the end of 2019 i guess and and i have done two projects recently and the first one we did was just straight up put out a single and an ep and the second one was like i want to see how it goes putting out like single by single and seeing how that goes and that's worked out well. Like it's just literally been a steady climb on like Spotify followers and stuff. Like it's just helped me it's out. It's interesting how that works because it it, you like when we were when we were all growing up, it was like the like getting the CD. Like yeah. you want the full Eric Church CD. Exactly. You want the full Aldine CD. Not only do you like, want the full, you want the deluxe. Yeah, you want yeah. the deluxe for the for the acoustic got the, thing. Got or, two extra songs on yeah. it or whatever. Now it's just singles. Yeah. It's weird how that works, right? Yeah. And I and I'm still I'm a record guy. Yeah. I mean I am a record guy. I think like true musician fans yeah. are still record people. People that like like us three sitting in this room, we're all musicians. Mm -hmm. We're all consumers, like we're not a common consumer. We are diehards exactly. to music. Like exactly. when we like somebody, we love them. And we you, go and out of their lyrics and you know, on your and you know, own. And you know what singles were originally for? The whole single system is made for radio. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And radio isn't what it used to be. I mean, as all. a guy who worked in radio for a couple years, and that's how I got to know. That's how I ended up here was from working in radio, meeting people. Yeah. It ain't what it used to be. You don't you don't need yeah, it anymore. Right. Which I think works out even better for say like the guys that we work for. What you're doing, oh, like for guys like me in like yeah, our Spot level guys, it's great. Spotify it's great. is huge. And here's the thing that Spotify is done where cds and records mixed missed out on is spotify has let the common consumer who could give two shits about music really let them become listeners through playlists and stuff exactly. like that so you release a single at a time that's all they want to hear they really don't care like exactly. if you release a single and you push that thing to playlist and stuff you'll grow more traction because it's 
allowed a lot more people who are not necessarily early adapters. They're not the people that are like the hardcore fans and stuff like that. It's allowed them in. And honestly for them and for a lot of people, music has become the background noise instead of having the news on anymore because the news has got so morbid now. People have Spotify on and with things like Amazon Alexa and like, you know, the Apple HomePod and stuff like that. Like it allows you to just say, hey, this is the mood I want to be in. Exactly. Play songs like this. And it the algorithms are they, so they in depth. It. I mean, they killed it. Yeah. And it helps out too, having got the whole uh, people also listen to. Exactly. That's That helps out a ton. And what's cool too is something I noticed. So I was, I had a 13 and a half hour drive back down here from New Jersey yesterday. I listened Brutal. to a lot of music and podcasts and all that yeah. stuff. And I listened to a lot, of, a lot of your stuff just to get that, that refresher. Obviously, I've been listening to you for a while and all that. But it was like once your catalog ended, it threw on other people that are like associated yes. with you. Yes. I heard, I heard a yeah. Joy Beth Taylor song. Yeah. I heard, a, I heard a Alex, I heard Alex Maxwell's yeah. new stuff. I heard Stephen Paul stuff. Yeah. Like you're, like it connects you with, and, and they're all in the thing. Like when you scroll yeah. to the bottom, it's, it says like people also their fans also listen right. to whatever it is. Like another little profile picture down at the yeah. bottom, and it's like you just click on it, and that's you know cool. And Even, also something cool that Spotify's done is it's allowed people who only listen to radio. To now take that to their home also. Exactly. Like I said, it's just the background of everything. You know, people, there's literally people that I know that have never owned a CD or a record or anything in their life. They just but they the just listen to what the, the radio, and if it's not on radio, they don't know who you're talking yeah. about. No idea it's even a And thing. it has to be popular on radio yeah. for them to really know. Yeah, exactly. yeah first, first CD you ever bought. Because you're, you're, you're old enough where you, you bought yeah, a CD. CDs. CDs were a big thing and even, like such a big thing. Like I used to ask for CDs for Christmas. So what yeah. was what was your first one that you were like, I get mom, dad, I gotta have this. My very first one, I I don't know off the top of my head, but I remember this was probably like 2010 ish. But uh, Justin Moore's first record and Josh Thompson's first record oh, came out around bro. the same time, and I bought them both together dude, at Walmart. Dude, I missed Josh Thompson, the artist. He so was so badass, and I know the he's most underrated. Yeah. Like. Probably the most underrated person in country music history of all time ever. Yeah, because he's way out. Like, because he's here. getting, because he's getting songs that are like he's getting cuts as a writer still, and he's he's, huge. he's gonna I mean, he's he's, he's right gonna now. have number ones probably long after he's gone because yeah. he just says he just writes hits and people just love cutting his stuff. But I loved him as like beer on the yeah. table. Yeah, that's dude. a freaking jam. I mean, I loved all. Right of his, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if he's ever put out a song that I did not like. Yeah, no, and that, and then that Justin Moore was that the one with um, Small Town USA. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I remember you gotta that. Hank it. Yeah. That was my uh, that was my senior year of high school. So like I definitely remember that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Dude. What was your first CD? My first that I ever bought with my own money was Kenny Chesney, no shoes, no shirt, no problems. Right. I'm gonna I surprise that everybody with mine. Was it not country? No. Not country. Was it rap? No. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Wow. That's who I was into. Wow. Like me being in the country what, music. What age? I I was young, dude. But I remember, like, that's who I always, like, that was my always, like, as a kid, my dream concert. Like, I would, anytime they came to town, like, I'd beg my parents. I never got to go. But, like, I was a huge Backstreet Boys. Interesting. I started eating Burger King because Burger King did the thing where if you spent an extra <laughs> dollar, you could get, like, their CDs. That's what I'm talking about. And, like, about. that kind of or stuff. The, what was the? And the little crown the, thing at Burger King, too. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that's true. I, I used to wear that crown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a big yeah. deal. That's a big deal. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. And back when they had king size everything, oh, you know? Yeah. Back oh, when yeah. fast oh, food yeah. was fast food. Oh, yeah. Uh, which we'll talk about food in a second because we, <laughs> yeah. we were talking about Boudreaux's a big foodie. I'm a big foodie. 
Real Wait, quick, I want to. You can tell I ain't missed the meal. I don't. I don't miss the meal. Bro, Same, dude. I was just in the <laughs> land of bagels and cannolis. Dude, and your pasta. pictures were fire on like, social media. My cousin that I that I was staying with, he's a chef. Um, so he's about oh, to start. He was supposed to start working in New York City, like in in like um the Lower East Side at like yeah. a big time restaurant. He was supposed to start, and then Corona hit, and all the restaurant industries all over the place. But the kid can cook. Hell yeah. yeah! So he like we 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 smoked ribs over the weekend. Damn. He he's making pizza himself. Like he's he's not buying like the pre made dough. Yeah. He's making his making own dough. It. Like we're going to like a a market where we're the only white guys in there. Like it's a very like diverse ethnic market in New yeah. Jersey, and everything's in like Russian or Spanish <laughs> or or the Jewish kosher stuff or like Asian. Like nothing's in English, yeah. but he knows what all the different things are. That's awesome. I'll so, say this too. If you haven't, anybody that's listening to this, if you haven't made it up north yet for food, it's a different world, dude. It is. It is. I, like, lo- I lost 15 pounds when I moved down here within like a month of being down here. Really? Part of it, I think, was bouncing and like being on my feet and not sitting at a radio board. And like, he also moved that. down here in the summer. So like his. No, I moved down here October. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it, still, even for October, like it was hot yeah. for him. Well, the reason, ass off all the time. I sweat my ass off. But dude. A typical day back home, I'd wake up, I'd go to the bagel place, I'd get a bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup on a plain bagel. I'm doing a delivery job for my mom, or I'm at the radio station. There's like, there's no matter where you are in New Jersey, there's a pizzeria within at least five miles. Like a good pizzeria. You walk in, and there's like 30 different kinds of slices, and you walk over and say, I want that one and that one. And so I would get pizza for lunch, and then I'd go home. My mom had a freaking penne vodka, pasta. The best fucking penne vodka ever. (laughs) Yeah, the penne (laughs) vodka. Dude, I so... So it's just carbs on carbs on carbs. That's yeah. and then for dessert, my grandma's always got a freaking cake or a pie or this or that. So Cannolis. We, we eat a lot of carbs. That's the thing. Everybody gives yeah. the South shit for having a lot of fast food and this and that. It's a lot like the eating style. Eating like you can eat like shit no matter where you go. Like yeah. shit's gonna taste good no matter where yeah. you are. I'm not gonna lie. I went to I spent a summer in southern New Jersey and I was considered like a smaller dude. <laughs> Like no, I was, I was probably like twenty pounds lighter at the time, but I was considered a smaller dude. Like there was dudes down there that are massive, and it's because their mom or dad owned a diner oh, or dude, like eat all the time. Y'all, see, dude. I love Waffle House. I've yeah. had great times in Waffle House. They're after drunk, sh- I'm sure. I, well, I, well, I see. I don't drink no more. Oh. I'm, I'm doing my Ryan Nelson and my, my Chad Bishop. So we're, 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 we're eating and we're having a good time. But like after, little Spacey Casey, yeah, yeah, Spacey Casey for sure. Um, but after shows with our, we don't go out and like rage and do crazy shit on the road. We go to the Waffle House in whatever city we're in, or we hit a Waffle House on the road. Yeah. So I've learned about hot syrup. I've learned about like the secret menu or like the lower. There's like all these little, like when you look at like a Waffle House menu, you're a new guy like me. There's a lot look, of stuff going on. on a yeah, Waffle but House yeah, but menu. on the bottom. And part, here's the thing: Waffle House is genius. Because they know their demographic, and they know probably half of those guys can't really read, so they put the picture by everything that yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's, like, smart. <laughs> yeah, genius marketing. They know fire. people are hammered, so they just put the picture yeah. of the food on there. What's what's your go-to at Waffle House? Or does it depend on what, the All-Star? All-Star? Always has been and always will be. Probably see, I li- see, I like the patty melt, and then if I'm feeling frisky, I'll oh, throw patty, a Waffle Patty melts are great. Yeah, they the are Texas great. bacon, the Texas bacon patty melt or whatever. Yeah. And then getting um the hash browns. How do you get your hash browns? I get them with the... Cheese and I usually get them with cheese normally, but yeah, I get cheese and ham. Yeah, so what I got them covered, covered, smothered, scattered, covered, and smothered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's how it goes. Yeah, dude, I'm yeah, I, mine's, I love mine's covered and chunked. Yeah, covered and chunked. See, mine's just covered. I just get it with the cheese. Yeah, usually, I yeah. mean, 
I like all that other do you stuff. Do you, double, do you double up on the hash browns, I do, too? You know I double mean? up on the hash I browns, too. I've been... I get frisky sometimes and, like, give me a triple. There you go. Yeah. Boudreaux, Boudreaux gets after that's it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and that's what's funny. You see eight guys roll up in a Sprinter van, and they, we all we hop out and just take up, like, two booths. And just I order. will say, they, though, that I do believe that a Waffle House hangover or even a Taco Bell hangover, which I had the other day, is probably worse than an alcohol hangover. Like waking like up after the, just the pounding waking Waffle up House? And that brick in the bottom just, of your stomach yeah. <laughs> like is yeah. the worst thing. It's, it's a real thing. It's a yeah. real thing. Where, where are some of your favorite spots? What, what's your favorite rest stop to hit on the road? Are you a loved guy? Are you a pilot guy? Uh, just I don't really care. I don't guess. We I try to always hit the truck stops though. Like yeah. if we're, we're going to have like a group stop, mainly because like we got this we got this van with the trailer, so we don't really do yeah. a sprinter. We got the like fifteen passenger van. Yeah. So the that's church what, van. Yeah, that's what we rock. <laughs> so it's you know it's long as hell. Like, yeah. You know who else used to do the church van, who? and it was actually a church van. Who? Co Wetzel. Hell yeah! Like they had, kept the no, no they, they, kept, they kept they kept honk, it on the honk, side. honk if you love Jesus and they oh, kept the amazing. church name on it and everything. And that's you know, amazing. And you know how Co is, so yeah. he, you see him rolling around. So in like like the van is still running and stuff. That's like what I'm that, about. it still exists. It was in the it was in the music video for forever. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> so I always try to hit those up though, mainly so you can turn that big bitch around. That's the main part. So it's yeah. like. You know, spaced out when you're getting gas and whatnot. That's usually why I hit those places. Yeah, and the ga- and the you know the commodes and whatnot are more uh, commodes. Commode. What's a commode? The toilet. toilet oh, commode. See, I've never heard commode. of it as a commode. Commode. That's, commode. that's probably a southern. Yeah, yeah it sounds southern, southern as fuck. It sounds like an exotic <laughs> lizard in Japan. A commode. <laughs> like a Komodo dragon yeah, or some yeah. shit. Komodo, you've heard of Komodo. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Komodo. I, I had no idea what the fuck yeah, you were talking Komodo, about. Shitter, <laughs> toilet, potty, Porter John, restroom, throne. Yeah, the there's, throne. There's, a, there's a few of them. Yeah, but yeah there's you know there's a music cleaner than the others. So yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a good place to start. And then another. Have you thing, ever yeah, have you ever been out to Texas and seen a Bucky's? Yes, I have, and they're those, awesome. Those are the mecca of bathrooms. And the best part is they don't let eighteen wheelers go to Bucky's. Exactly. And so it's like all just it's no diesel. It's or, well, they probably do diesel. They do the have trucks, diesel, but but not eighteen wheelers. It's just, right. You know, normal cars and trucks yeah. down there. And like, I'm not gonna lie. I, so my girlfriend lives out in Texas, and I was spent almost two months out there. And for her aunt's birthday, she has a great aunt. We went to Bucky's and we legit spent two hours in that thing. We add an extra forty five. Well, it's bigger than a Walmart, yeah. bro. I mean, yeah, it's huge. bro. bro we, yeah. Add, we add like 30, 40 minutes on to wherever we're going, like because we're going to Bucky's. Like Buc- my like, camo oh, yeah. cooler over there is Bucky's. He's got like thirty. He's That's got he's about. got Bucky's Yetis. He's got Bucky's T shirts. Yeah. He's got Bucky's hats. He's got Bucky's all kinds they're, of. Just they're bullshit. bringing one to North Georgia. Really? They yeah. just started working on it. Are you serious? Bring, That's they're huge. also looking at Tennessee also. Yeah. They're oh, starting to think about If they got a Bucky's here, I would drive also, to Also, they're looking at Whataburger be. here. They are. And I, I was just, are you just a water, you, you a Whataburger guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, go, yeah. Go, go, show, go, go show them what you got in the fridge. Oh, I, I'll tell you. Yeah. I got the... So, in Texas, and you can buy it online, too, you can buy the honey butter. Oh, really? He's so got I it in, like, a, a squirt thing. I have a squirt bottle of... The biscuits they have. Well, dude, I honestly make hot ham and cheese... And I put some honey butter on that thing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I'm here for that. Yeah, and I'll grill some chicken up at night. Put, put some honey too. butter on that yeah, thing. Yeah, because it comes on a chicken sandwich, right? Yeah, yeah. Or a chicken biscuit. I used to... <laughs> Dude. Remember what I called it? Remember what I called the honey boo boo biscuit? I called it the honey, honey boo boo biscuit. Honey boo boo so, biscuit. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know what it was. And I, we he was were, prime Ryan Nelson at that point. I was, yeah. I was, we pro- stopped I was in pro- Birmingham. 
That's where we were at. We were coming back from a show. And we stopped. There, in there's Bur- one in Birmingham. There's correct? three in Birmingham. Okay, I've been I've been to that one yeah. before. I have literally Some, one of those before. I used to whenever I had like a ton of time on my hands or would have like an off day. I used to drive to Birmingham during the morning, just for the water burger. Just get lunch, spend my day in Birmingham doing random stuff, and then get dinner at Bur- Whataburger and then come back. That's dedicated. So you'd have Whataburger for lunch and dinner? Yeah. Talk about a, hang- a food hangover. Nah, dude. That's no a- food hangover? Whataburger doesn't what? do that. Really? See, I, for me, I, I feel think like two would. of those massive burgers and fries on your stomach, though. Well, see, day. the first time, I'd get like a chicken sandwich or something. Okay. Oh, you'd go and light. You okay, you'd go, go light. Yeah, yeah. you'd go yeah. light yeah. at lunch. Yeah. And then if you go the- double heavy, though, you might be in bad shape. Yeah, Can you imagine yeah. two double, bur- double <laughs> burgers? <laughs> yeah. Freaking four, four, like 100-ounce sweet tea. The other day, I had freaking not eaten all day. And where I'm at in Alabama... Like, right over the line in Florida, there's Whataburgers. Yeah. Like, we're the one part of, like, Florida and Alabama that has Whataburgers other than Birmingham. But, so, I stopped, and I was like, dude, I haven't ate all day, and it's like 7 o'clock at night. So, I got a triple burger with large Hell, fries yeah. and Hell, a they, large they, they, I didn't know they made a triple. I mean, it's yeah. a Texas-based it's a number thing. number three. Yeah. figures they'd make a triple. Have so, you had, have you had, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, they're smart. A number one's a single. Number two's a double. Number three's a triple. Wendy's used to be like that. Yeah. Changed, now, you can get a number one single, number one double, no, number one triple. But used to, back in the day, like number one was a, was was a, a single, single burger. Number two was a double. Number three was a triple. But number no, my go-to there is number two, plain and dry, large fry, large Dr. Pepper. Where? At Wendy's or Whataburger? Whataburger. Whataburger. And have you had the uh, Dr. Pepper shake from Whataburger? I have not. It's a life changer. Okay. It's the most That's Texas thing. You go to water. That is you go a to, Dr. Pepper shake. You go to Whataburger. Well, you know, Dr. Heard. Pepper was founded in yeah. Texas. Yeah. yeah. You, so. go, you go to Whataburger with your Bucky shirt on, with your Texas Lone Star <laughs> head-ass Crocs, drinking, drink, eating a triple Whataburger, large fry. With, with the, a Dr. Pepper shake. With a 100-ounce Dr. Pepper shake. God bless Texas. Come and get it, right? Or yeah. come and take it. Come and take it, boys. <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. Where have you been in Texas? Just like the Dallas Fort Worth area. That's where Caleb's from. And okay. he, he does like uh like I said, he's one of my best friends. We do a lot of writing together and he does my tour managing stuff. Cool. And uh we went out there a couple so I've only been to Texas one time, but we were there for like a pretty good bit. And they had it was the weekend of Daytona five hundred and they opened up the infield of Texas Motor Speedway and had the Daytona five hundred on that oh, big That's awesome. Uh, that's cool. That because it's like the world's largest outdoor screen. So yeah. It's like, the 500's on there. You can hook it up to your radio. So you got like the broadcast. <laughs> and there's a Bucky's right across the street from the track. So that was my, that might have been my first Bucky's experience was the one at the racetrack. But dude, we get we get like beef jerky. We're getting chicken. We're getting like the kolaches. You get the kolaches? Did you try that? I don't. The beaver nuggets? Oh, it did have the Oh, beaver I got nugget. something for you, by the way. You got beaver nuggets? I have, no, they're not beaver nuggets. I forget what they're called now. <laughs> But it's basically bugles covered in white chocolate. My Jesus man, dude, Christ. bugles is a, is a young like a snack from when we were like a kid. Yeah, bugles are that's that's. I some, gotta find yeah. them, but I got them somewhere for you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know they still made bugles, but I'm they here do. For that. Every now and then, I'll find them at a gas station and I'll have the hanger in for they, them. They they used to sponsor a race car and I used to like put them on my fingers, you know, like I was like, you know, some kind of <laughs> yeah, some kind of dinosaur like, oh, or I'm something. A witch. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, I haven't had like that's what comes to my mind when I think about that. I haven't had a bugle in like, dude, probably. Over ten years, dude. I love bugles, dude. I, I'll you're gonna, find. You're gonna, you're gonna have to. I remember those. loving. Them. I think they're in my Bucky's yeah, thing. Yeah, I yeah they're probably they're one. probably in the Bucky's yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. So you're talking about NASCAR. Yeah. You are probably, 
And it could be because I'm from the north. I mean, there are northerners that love NASCAR. There are. You're probably the biggest NASCAR enthusiast that I've met. I get that. I get told that daily if I'm someone by somebody somewhere. When did you fall in <laughs> love with racing? What came first, falling in love with racing or falling in love with country music? Racing. For racing. Sure. Uh, yeah. My dad's a mechanic, and uh, he's also a big NASCAR fan. Both of my grandparents are NASCAR. Granddads are NASCAR fans. My mom just. Also likes NASCAR because back in the day, my parents were divorced, but like they would go to races and stuff. Yeah. So my mom, you know, watches it and everything. And I even tried my hand in a little race when I was a kid. Really? What yeah. was that? What was that like? Was that like go? Uh, is that it, like it was, it was go karts? But we were was a dirt track. Yeah, we were in unrestricted go karts, and I Hell was yeah. I was a little a little scared little kid. Pretty yeah. much, I did when I was like twelve, probably. Now, when you say unrestricted, what does that mean? So, it means they don't have a limiter on the speed. Yeah. Oh, so you're fucking. So like the top of the sin. like the top of a carburetor, and they have restrictor plates in NASCAR as well. But the top of the carburetor is like usually open, so that's like full horsepower. I mean, this is for any engine that ha- that's carbureted. Any engine, and it's just like all the air going in there, and then you put a restrictor plate over it, and it has like four holes, so it restricts the air, and less air means less horsepower, so you don't go as fast. So unrestricted means you just balls to the walls like you're hammered down oh, rolling. Those things can go like sixty miles an hour. Yeah, you fly in them. Yeah, yeah. And how big's the track? Uh, we race on really small tracks. Yeah. How many? Like quarter mile. How, yeah. How Even many, smaller than that. How many? How many, how many? How many cars on the on the track? Just however many show up that night. So you could have. There's not. It's not. There's not like a limp. Like each week, each each race I'm, is different. I'm, pic- That's I'm, through. I'm picturing like 30 like... Yeah, there's up to 30. I'm picturing like 30 kids on like a tight dirt yeah. track yeah. just sending it. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pissed off dads like just getting mad as hell because like what, you know, there's something... Yeah, if you think baseball, up. like Little League baseball dads are bad, just go to a dirt track. Because there's so much money involved. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If your truck gets, yeah, if, or if, if you mess something up, you're like, you that's something mean you got to do one night. Is go to we'll all three one night. Go to the dirt track Let's around go here. Go to Clarksville. Yeah. Clark, Hell yeah, they got a good dirt track up there. Yeah, I love Clark. It's it's like an hour north of here, and there's also one uh, Dirk River that's about an hour south of okay. here. They're both awesome. What do you think of um, them bringing back NASCAR to Nashville? I'm pumped. It's, now, it's not at the fairgrounds. Yeah, do you wish it was at the fairgrounds? Because everybody that I've talked to, with because yeah. I, I have some friends that are still in, within NASCAR media and stuff, and they're like, we saw Nashville was on there, but we were hope everybody was hoping it would be the the fairgrounds. But you got to take what you yeah, can get. Yeah, you can take what you can get. And I and I go to the late model races at the fairgrounds like yeah. every time they have one. I was back home this last one they had her. I would have been there for that yeah. this past weekend. But it's just i mean if you're if you know what you're talking about you can go there and just tell it's like not cup series ready like there has to be there has to be so many seats there has to be you can't have concrete walls anymore you have to have the safer barriers like just needs a little reamp but still have that like hometown track feel see the track back home they had the bank on the one side and they didn't put guardrails up and yeah. people would just go off yeah. the edge of that all the Is that time. Like dirt dirt track? Oh yeah. Yeah. See a lot of dirt tracks are like, like yeah. don't have walls, you know, yeah, in yeah. certain parts. Like they they basically had like a chain leak fence like yeah. separating you from like the cars. Yeah, and that's like, kinda how it is at Clarksville. Like if something yeah. got really hairy, you'd probably end up with a car in your lap. But I haven't yeah. seen anything get that bad yet. Wow. And I've been I've been to quite a few races up there. But the other speedway we call it Nashville Super Speedway. It's it's race ready. It's out, it's out in Lebanon, right? Yeah, it's uh. Which that's probably honestly the for the best for Nashville because you. I know whenever I used to live in Atlanta, I lived two miles north of the racetrack. Yeah, and dude, for real, like our road, the main road there was the main road to get to the racetrack. And on a race weekend, 
from like Tuesday until the next Tuesday, yeah. you just didn't leave your house yeah. because literally it was hours to get a mile. Damn. And this is going to be a hot ticket too. Yeah. So they got 25,000 seats there now and they're putting up another 25,000. So it'll be 50,000. Do you think they're going to be able to sell it out? Oh, oh yeah. Because something that I've noticed and with, and there was something with NASCAR like that would get asked in the press conference and stuff, mm-hmm. a track that I got really familiar with was uh, Bristol. Yeah. Bristol has not been like sold out, sold out. And yeah. I know right now with COVID, there's capacity or whatever. But even going back like the last few years, attendance at it that track. Well, Especially I mean, for the day race. I mean, it's a hundred. Yeah. I mean, it's what? A hundred and sixty-two thousand. Yeah. I, I actually went to the football game there. The uh, Virginia, the Virginia Tech, Tech, Tennessee. Tennessee. I grew up a big Virginia Tech fan. I got you. So I was at that game and it was it was really cool to see Thank and God stuff. God, you're not a Tennessee fan. Yeah, I know. I know. You're, I'm guessing you're Bulldogs. Go dogs. Oh, yeah. Roll Tide. <laughs> That ain't it. <laughs> it is what it is. At least it's not Tennessee. Yeah. At least it's not Tennessee. Yeah, there you go. You guys At least have we can agree on the Braves. Game. Yeah. And you guys both and you both got something against Auburn too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's good. It's the last two games of the year for Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> they usually just get their shit rocked. Um, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying that with probably. Gary and Chuck. Probably. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. That year that uh, Georgia did that like miracle pass. And won, and then Alabama won, like just beat the brakes off of them. Was probably yeah. one of the best years yeah. for for watching that. Yeah. If you had to pick, go to a race or go to a Bulldogs game. Race, race, okay. I mean, racing pretty much just comes before anything. I mean, no joke. Like, <laughs> like I said, it was like it was my first. Love, and you have a song. Wouldn't wouldn't be Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when that's, did because that that literally is just talking about your yeah, love. Like for it just wouldn't sport like. It's kind of it's kind of about my granddad's because like they're yeah I got that I I got that vibe that it was about um that that it had something to do with like an older family member or something cool song it it could be you can take it however you want just somebody passing away is kind of just what it is or somebody that just isn't there I don't know but I mean dude my whole entire life I'm 24 years old like I feel like I can probably just count the races I've missed on a Sunday probably on two hands and it was because I was like traveling from a show or like. Just some way, shape, or form couldn't hear it. But if I can't see it, I'm listening to it on the radio. Yeah, I was like, about to say what we do along on my phone. What we do now in the van is I have an iPad yeah. that has the uh, data on it, mm-hmm. and literally like we'll hook that up to the speakers and we'll watch it. We'll put it up there on the front dash, yeah, and we'll watch like football. We, like we were watching XFL. Before. XFL. Yeah. We were big XFL guys before yeah. that thing hit the shitter. Yeah. Before that thing hit the commode. But we were I don't big, uh, <laughs> we were, we were, <laughs> You're going to start I, saying that now. I am. I am. I don't think it's over. I think somebody's going to buy it and they're going to bring it back this next year. Because a lot of the teams have kept their stadium contracts. Might as well. I mean. If it wasn't for COVID, that would have been a good moneymaker. Yeah. Like legit. Like it was doing pretty well. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, like, I like it not having all the. It was the Dollar tied, General NFL. Yeah. Not having all the tight tied rules and all that. Yeah. Like. Dollar General NFL. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's badass. I'm here, I'm here for it. Um, you got to do something really cool on Instagram recently. Yeah. Right? Was it an interview? Was that was that with Chase uh, Elliott? Uh, Eric Jones. Or Eric Jones. Yeah. So so funny Eric Jones story. Eric Jones story. So um, I went to um, one of the races that I got to cover. Um, are you a wrestling fan too? Are you the whole redneck I trifecta? Not, okay, not. good. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I get um, asked that a lot too. Well, when when people see, think- I, I call it wrestling wrestling. Wrestling. We call it wrestling growing. Yeah, up. it's wrestling, and it's still WWF. It's never going to be WWE. It's still no, WWE. It's I, don't WWE. Even know what, see, I don't even know what WWF means. Yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling's not my so, thing. So I, um, so one of the things that we got to do, we, um, I was down um, doing, like we would go down to like the winner's circle, whatever. Yeah. And it was um, Eric Jones had won the Xfinity 
series oh, race yeah. that year. So I got to meet Eric then. That's badass. And the person who presented the trophy, the honorary person, was Bill Goldberg from the WWE. Oh, hell or yeah. Or WWF. So it was like, so... Get what it, track so, was that at? At Bristol. Oh, hell yeah. That was Eric Jones' first one at Bristol. It was oh, in the Xfinity yeah. Series. So what was that experience like for you doing that? Because you're, you're such a big yeah. NASCAR fan. How did that all happen? What exactly was it? So it actually, you could put this back of the starting last year. I just had got out of a meeting out with my publisher, and I'm like walking out. I get this email from Toyota, and it, it's from this lady, and uh, they're based out of Detroit, Michigan. And I was, and it just says, like, hey, Dawson, we, we love your social media. Like, it looks awesome. You know, you got a good little following, like, you know, yada, yada, yada. We want to do all this stuff for you. And I'm like, you know, like, this is no way this is real. And they're like, it's, they want to send us to a race. Like, they're going to says they're going to give me this brand new Toyota truck, um, put us up in a hotel, give us, like, passes. and all. I mean, just, like, this long list of stuff. And I was like, like I said, like, what in the hell? Like, no way this is real. So I emailed her back, and I was like, basically just asked if this is like a real thing and uh she's like yeah like give me a call monday at 3 30 or something and i was like all right cool so call her monday at 3 30 and it's just real as can be and i talked to my parents about it and they're like as long as they don't like ask for your social security number or nothing like do it like go for it you know so j- this just was like a year ago a couple weeks ago because it was at kentucky they sent us to got two tickets so i took my dad got tickets to all three races they sent me a 2020, this was 2019, a 2020 Toyota Tundra, fully decked out, got to keep it for 10 days, had this card that all the money could spend, like gas, all that, all the money, put us up in like a like badass, nicest hotel I've ever been in, I don't know, it was like five stars, but it was not, I mean, it doesn't yeah. take much to impress me, but nice-ass hotel for all three days. Um, we got to drive the drivers around the track after intros, like, you know, around the track. In, in the Toyota trucks. Like, these Toyota trucks, they're, like, built in Texas, like, USA. I mean, it's just, like, the most American stuff you've ever seen. Got American flags on them and whatnot. So, did all that, and that was last year. And they told me, like, I was like, I would love to, you know, keep in touch with y'all. If, you know, anything wants to go, you know, happen or whatever. Well, then, obviously, COVID happens. You don't, there's no racing. And then, like, right before the race, they're like, hey, we got an opportunity. Would you like to interview Eric Jones, you know, like via Zoom or whatever? It wasn't Zoom. It was something else. Yeah. And I was like, well, hell, yeah, that would be awesome. So they set it up, and, like, it was, like, me and a couple other people, and we just, like, had an interview before. Literally, like, a couple hours before the race, just, like, he, talking to Eric he's Jones. He's a cool dude, isn't he? He is. Super yeah. nice. Yeah. We're, like, the same age. Like, yeah. He's cool as hell. That's freaking cool. Yeah, Dude, that's that's insane. It is that, insane. <laughs> you get a so call. now that you got the Tundra for ten days, are you a Toyota guy or who you who you side with on yeah, trucks? Yeah, what do you got out there? I couldn't tell. Che- Chevy Silverado. I'm always been a Chevy guy. Yeah, always will be. But like. I could be easily persuaded. I'm a, I could t- 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 a Toyota. I'm guy not gonna right lie, now. dude. What I want right now is a taco. A taco. Tacoma. Oh, t- Tacoma, yeah. yeah. I was like, a taco. That, that's the... <laughs> I mean, I mean, taco sounds great. Yeah, taco yeah. sounds good, too. Yeah, yeah. but a Toyota Tacoma, yeah, like, dude. that to me, for, for Nashville, yeah, it's is, small, like, it's the not, perfect truck. Yeah, it's not huge. What, what do you think of the new Bronco? I know you're a Chevy guy. What do you I think do. of it? Bronco is my first vehicle. Oh, had no shit. My first was Bronco. a 88 Bronco 2. Hell, yeah. So that's a smaller one. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I had the bigger one. Yeah. And it was an 86, and... uh yeah, so Bronco is my first vehicle, and I'm all about 
the new Broncos. They look sick. And they're actually, see, I had originally thought that they were going to be like expensive as hell. I remember they're, people saying that. No, no, they're very affordable. grand, dude. There's going to be more Broncos on the road than anything else. I hope Ford I is. I said the same thing. All you're going to see in the next, like, give it six months, it's going to be bron- new Broncos. It's going to be everywhere. like those new uh, Jeep trucks. Yes, those look badass. Too. I like them. There's a lot of people stock, that hate on them. Stock, though, I feel like yeah, they look super yeah, yeah. little, but you put you put some wheels and tires on them, they look great. The problem is, though, those cost like 80 grand. Yeah, yeah, no, whereas, for sure. Completely whereas, different whereas, than the 30 yeah, yeah, grand whereas, for the Now, but do you, think, do you think the Broncos going to have a lot of those upgrades that people are going to be paying more? I think, think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they've already came out with packages. Well, yeah, one comes stock with 35-inch tires. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's like the I, I forget what the top package was. It was like close to like 60 grand, yeah. 70 grand. The, the one that's 30 is like bare bones. But I mean, yeah. if, if you if you know what you're doing, you can go get some wheels and tires, put a little lift on it, and still not have 60 grand in it. You know, you get one for 30, put 10 grand in it, you have 40 grand. That one that was 60 or 70, whatever, the leather package in that yeah. was like killer. Yeah. 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 And the fact that they like released it with, um, they did that during like the CMA Fest thing, right? Is that yeah, why they it announced was, it? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so. Kip, Kip Moore. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Like, what's more, like, they knew exactly what audience exactly. to put it in front of, too. They knew to put it in front of the country audience and stick freaking Kip Moore. You could have stuck anybody there with, uh, Hell yeah. with with that, and people would dig it. I'm surprised it wasn't Toby Keith. Doesn't he the one with the Ford deal? That yeah, was on, like, he a used Ford to. Yeah, so he used to. Um, he used, he's yeah, not popular well, anymore. Ford, yeah, well, Ford, Ford used to sponsor all of his tours. Oh, okay. So, but it was funny because he would do, um, cause I got to see him a bunch in, um, in Jersey when he would come through Yeah. and he would do, um, it, he would do the eco boost and he would have like the video that would play yeah. before he would go on and it would be him driving around an eco boost and you'd have all these, all these like, like Jersey, like rednecks being like, fuck this eco boost. We want the diesel. And they would go <laughs> I ain't gonna lie there, dude. For... But, the, but the Ford truck, those were nice. I was about to say, if you want like a truck that can actually do some work, like some hauling stuff, like. No knocking Chevy, like I'm always been a Ford guy, but like those EcoBoost engines, that's where it's at, dude. Yeah. Those things can haul, and they, I mean, you still V6. get, yeah, the, the like like the like the biggest baddest yeah. V6. I used to work got. for a Ford dealership, and it's still got like in class. It's got the best towing and the best like load capacity by far. You're still not kind of convinced, man. It's better than a Chevy, though. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> I love that. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you or talk to you about. The Rays Rowdy guys. Oh yeah, you've gotten to know those those uh-huh. boys and girls. How did you meet them? And what was your initial thought being a Georgia guy meeting these Yinzers from Pittsburgh, um, uh, Pennsylvania? Well, I so Alex Maxwell, he's from oh Pittsburgh. yeah, so he's we're, known them for a while. Yeah, so we're, he's we're roommates. Oh no shit, yeah. I didn't I did not know so, that. So me and Alex is one of my best friends. So I was gonna say something earlier about the whole food thing, but I've gotten to go like back to his hometown, like meet his folks, and, like hang out up there, and I was like, so you've been blown to, away so, by the so, food. So you've been there. you've been to a sheets, yeah, for sure. Before I even went to Pittsburgh, I've been to a sheets with uh, where at? There's one. Is it? There's some in Virginia. Yeah, it was with, it was it was on the way to Virginia. Uh, there's also I think was, some in North Carolina too. Yeah, they're they're okay. all around. Yeah. I, I thought they would do well here as well, but yeah. they said they don't want to Speedway. bring them down here. Speedway is Speed- what does well. Speedway is which North Carolina and, also. And, twi- yeah. and twice daily does well here, too. Yeah. There's a ton of those around here. There's a yeah. shit ton. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what was the original question? Wait, the Rays oh, Rowdy. Guy. Rays what, Rowdy. What was your experience? Was that the first time you went north? It was with Alex. Was Pittsburgh? Yes. That's the farthest north I've ever been still to this day. No shit. What was yeah. your thought of the north? I did. I mean, I feel like the people were. It's literally a lot, people are the same. It's just we talk different. I feel like it's the yeah. only thing. Like Pitts, 
the Pittsburgh Yinzers, yeah, they, they party. They, they do. Western Pennsylvania doesn't yeah. give a shit. They just go for it. But I, I respect I, the shit I out of it. I love that, yeah. Yeah, I respect the shit out of it. Like, I tell, it's a, like Alex's dad and my dad, they're a little bit different in age, but like couldn't be more the same person. Like, they're they're yeah. identical. Just I literally, it's just like they talk different. It's the only thing. But, uh, I mean, everybody out there loves to drink and eat food, and I love to drink and eat food, and it's just, you know, a good time. How so, many How many shots have you taken with Nikki T? Uh, I've probably not a whole lot, but he's, I've taken shots with him here in Nashville. Yeah, he, never up yeah. there. Well, he's, he's the life of the party. He he's is fucking wild. Yeah. He's wild. So I, how I actually met them, I don't even know if I remember cause I was probably <laughs> hammered, but, uh, it was, it was down here in Nashville is originally what it was. I can't remember when or what, but then like when I started put like up this EP before this last one, like they did little write-ups and like posted all over their stuff and all that. And then. This was probably a year and a half ago, but their most successful post at the time was this thing they did about Dale Earnhardt and tagged me in it. And, like, Nick sent me the screenshot. It was their most, like, engaged post they had ever had. <laughs> and it was, like, talking about if you put a number three on something, it automatically makes it faster. And they were, like, just ask Dawson because he has one on his arm or something. Because I, I have a Dale I mean, tattoo on my arm. Oh, here. that's sick. I have two now. I have, a, I have a junior on this arm. But... That's what the post said. Something like that. Like, just ask Dawson it's on his arm or something. It's like their most engaged post at the you time. You have NASCAR socks on. I just noticed that. I do have NASCAR. Ryan Newman socks. Oh, Ryan Newman. Okay. Right. Throwback. He, does, he doesn't drive the yeah, 31 that's, anymore. Yeah, that's the OG color scheme. Yeah. 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 The Caterpillar days. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. I just looked down and saw 31. I was like, that's... See, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. I just eat, sleep, and breathe. Have you been to that? I passed um, coming on 40. There's like a NASCAR super yeah. outlet. Have you popped in there? It's JP's yeah. or something? Oh, yeah. I was think I was thinking about that when I drove past. I'm like, I gotta ask Dawson if he's been there. Yeah, it's been it's been probably two years, but I've been there multiple. What's times. it like? Because I've never pulled over and actually gone in there. It's, it's like you've been to like a Nike outlet, yeah, or like an Under Armour outlet. It's it's that, but NASCAR. So how like what kind of stuff do they got in there? Anything. It's like if I was like, I hope that's what heaven looks like one day. <laughs> and I hope Eric Church is like playing centers like me in the center of it. Like that's, that's, that's heaven for me. So that circle in the center with one yeah. spotlight, Eric Church and acoustic yeah, and guitar. It, just NASCAR merchandise. Because it sounds like, because we stopped at a spot and we were in Alabama. What town was in? Fort Payne. Yeah. And we Which stopped. Is where uh, Alabama's from. So we went in there. Yep. Yeah. So we popped that's in. That's not far from Rome. I mean, that's not too no, far yeah, from yeah. Rome. Yeah. We, we popped in there one uh, or one day driving to down, driving down to Birmingham. Yeah. We had popped in there and got all this we like came vintage. We to Birmingham. Oh, we yeah. drove through like that part. We got, I got this. It looks like a, like a Trump MAGA hat. Yeah. But it's I've says, got one upstairs. Yeah. It's a, it's a red hat. It's like the Alabama. It's like the World Tour 85 or something. Like, yeah. like we got all this retro shit. It's in the funny. Awesome. Gary got a shirt. And like, there's like a Snapchat or a Twit or a uh, TikTok or something of him with it. I think it's on TikTok, and it's like the shirt is regular, but the print instead of be printing like that, it's like only like a 35 degree angle. Yeah. You could tell it was it was the old like, and misprint. it wasn't in yeah. center. It was like on his side. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. and the and the lady like cut us cut us a deal in there because she was we she asked like what are y'all doing in here? And the other thing too, I almost got in trouble. A big a big thing for me since moving down here has been watching my damn mouth, especially in the certain parts. Yeah. So it was an older lady, and thankfully she couldn't you hear me. You don't cuss in front of the old old ladies see, around see, here. With me, we just we cuss. I mean, my mom, my mom, my mom will get on my case sometimes, but like yeah. she's called me like an effing asshole before. Yeah. Like when I was like seven or Many eight years times. old. Yeah. yeah. Like they like. We cuss. That's just how so we do talk. I have, yeah. I have a terrible mouth. I just try to tone it down sometimes. <laughs> but like, I was at home for the last two weeks and like trying to like like 
Matt's never experienced me at home before, but it's like a total different, like, you know who you can say stuff around and you know who exactly. you better not. And like, you know, my grandparents, like you say crap around my grandma and she's like, now you know that I don't like that. That's a big exa- thing with me exactly. was, was a big thing with me was GD was the yeah. thing. God, like that's normal language. Yeah. Like you stub your toe, you're like, God damn it. Like that's just yeah. how we talk. Yeah. And down here, completely something different, yeah. like something completely different. So I, I let out a, a um, an F bomb in the go. Alabama Museum. Thankfully, um, Mima didn't have her hearing aids in, so <laughs> she didn't hear me. But um, she asked us what we were doing through the air, and we said we were driving, like, gigging down to Birmingham because we were in the Sprinter. And um, she was like, "Oh, well, dude!" Like she gave, she gave us a, she hooked it up and gave us like a cool. She disc. gave it to us for, like five bucks, and we all saw why it was five bucks later. Because it was the shirts like crooked. <laughs> it was the misprint. Yeah. Whatnot. That is yeah. freaking amazing. Yeah, dude, it was. Um, it was a. Uh, it was a good time, man. But. Um, now, in terms of the, for the rest of the year, I know everything's a complete crapshoot. Yep. We're guaranteed racing, which is good, yep. so you can still watch your NASCAR. What's what's going on in terms of new music? Do you have do you have more stuff in the tank to yeah, put out? We do. Um, we have a tentative plan right now to put out a song on Labor Day weekend. It's uh, they it's actually a NASCAR related song, and they do the uh, throwback weekend that weekend at Darlington. So it's a song called Earnhardt Fast. And have a tentative plan. This just plan has just recently come together in the last couple of weeks. But to put that out that weekend, what's your favorite track to go to? Dega for sure. Dega, yeah. I I've been to it the most. I hear it's just another level of. It's a third world country. Like it's, it's not. It's like it's uh it's a third world country. Like it's just not normal. But in a good way, you know what I mean. It's just like crazy, outrageous. You're there for like it's like a redneck five days. Yeah. And you, you remember getting there, you remember leaving. Barely going to Dega, sure. I'm pretty sure leaving. going to Dega is probably like going to Stagecoach or Coachella for the yeah, festival yeah, yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's 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 that. Instead of popping drugs, you're just fucking Shug doing thirty beer. racks all day, every day. Now, are you are you, are you a guy that goes the extra distance and gets like a hot pass and like does all that stuff? Like you're you're trying to get as close. Like because, I have now because of the guy the guy yeah. Brandon that's a big fan of Muscadine and, and yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Hey, he, what's his last yeah, name? Brandon Lee. Shout hey. out to Brandon Lee. We got a he'll, he'll be he'll listen. To that's this. pretty dope, Brandon. Hell yeah, hell yeah buddy. He'll, he'll listen to this. But he uh, so I told you I met him. And he's hooked me up with every race that I've been to since we met. He's hooked me up with hot passes. Because so, those are hard to get. I didn't realize how yeah. hard it was. You got to get, get like an act of Congress to get see, in the infield of a NASCAR race. So I had, see, for me, that's all I've ever known. I, I mean, I would watch the races and stuff, but I wouldn't call myself a, necessarily like a fan. Like, if I was cheering for a driver, it was Matt Kenseth. That was the guy okay. that I, I was kind of pulling for. Okay. Like him back, back in the... Um, 17 back, yeah, all day. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, but I'd never been to a race. Yeah. I've only been to, to a race as a media member. I and they you. treat you like a god yeah. when you're catered food you're doing you're you're getting to do laps around the car in the freaking pace car like i got to do a lap with forget which guy it was it was some some old driver and we did it in pocono and he was like the way that he was doing he was like you go high here to because then you like he's explaining exactly why you gotta go you gotta arc the corner here have you ever been to charlotte i have have you ever toured charlotte i have so you know, so I rode around the track, made yeah. victory lane, all yeah, that so, stuff. So here's You're the thing. hardcore. Here's oh, the yeah. thing. Damn. I'm not joking. I eat, sleep, and breathe it, dude. It's, so, my, it's my thing. Fuck yeah. So when I was talking to you earlier off the mic about like me going to North Carolina and yeah. being able to like go to a bunch of shops. Well, we did Charlotte that weekend also. Oh, yeah. And we got to go around the track. Well, 
whenever it's not race season, they have 15-passenger dually Ford vans. I was going to ask if you, did it, if you did it in the 15-passenger yeah. van. What do they do? 15-passenger dually Ford vans. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and they're you taking it around the there, track. You got to go so fast because they're so top heavy. They'll yeah. flip over, so you got to go like a certain speed. Yeah, like, so listen, to keep it planted listen on the though, track. We get in there, and it is literally me, Maul, driving in this thing. We're like, "Oh, yeah. oh what did you do before you did this? Like, how'd you get in this?" She's like, "Well, I was a school teacher, and then I retired, and I got bored. So I thought, what the hell? I'll just go drive around the track." They asked if I was scared. I said, "No, I've been doing this my." Whole life going That's what fast. I'm talking about. Listen, yeah. this little old lady, she gets this on the back straightaway. She gets this Ford van up to 115. Yeah. That's what we did. We did the same. We did the same thing. I mean, exact same thing. And like you're like going around the corner, and like she takes you both ways. So she does one, and then she goes in the pit lane and yanks it around. Oh yeah, and actually goes the right way. So the first way you go on, you go backwards, and then you go in the pit lane and you turn around, and then they, they do a hot lap. And so it's just, she's, like, doing it as fast as she can. And we're going through the corner, and, like, I'm sitting on the edge, and, like, there's literally a seatbelt, like, holding me into my seat from sliding across. And Meemaw is just, like, flooring it going, yee-yee! They they asked me if I'm scared. I said, no, I've been doing this my whole life. I was like, damn. That's awesome. But she said I was a retired school teacher, and I was like, What? We did the same. That's exactly what we did. They did uh, pace car rides in Texas when we were there for that Daytona 500 watch party thing. And uh, they got up to like 100 miles an hour. We're in like Camaros and shit. And it was like, damn, this is awesome. Yeah, I mean, a Camaro, yeah. Like, I'd want to do that. You a know? Camaro, yeah. It's not yeah. the same as the – But see, we did I, the exact same thing. And I was probably like, I don't know, 12 years old. I don't remember exactly how old I was when we did that. But I was like a kid, and we did that. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the coolest thing I've ever done. Yeah, heard. yeah, it was cool. But, like, it was hilarious. It's yeah. like – you know, like literally, like she was like seventy eight years old, like She's legit. Going. I'm picturing awesome. like the grandma from like the Beverly Hills hillbillies. Okay, or whatever. I don't, I don't know if you know who she is, but picture the Alabama governor, Kay Ivey. Picture know, her. Like. I'll, I'll pull up a picture okay, here real quick. Yeah, um, yeah we got to get you to a track up north. I, like I said, I do like Dover. I love Dover as a racetrack. That's on the bucket list. Watkins Glen is I'm like. Ge- I'm guessing you've done Bristol. Yes, I've done Bristol. I've been to Bristol, Charlotte, Kentucky. There. Dega. Oh, jeez. Awesome. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know what KIV looks like, look it up right now. K-A-Y-I-V-E-Y. That's basically what the lady that drove us around she the looks track like looks like. She's a master with a Betty Crocker box. Like she'll yeah. make you the best yeah. baking cakes and drive your van. And it's like a little bit older, Martha so Stewart. What, what's the farthest west you've been for a race? Have you been Texas. to like Texas? Is the farthest west? I mean, we didn't go to a race there, but the, I, we was at the track, so I consider that. Yeah, I guess going. That's as far west where's as your, I've been. Normal, so anyway. you said that Dover's the next one you want to try to go to. Dover and Watkins Glen are on the list. I have. I've never been to Daytona either, and that's like. That's Probably mean. comes before both of those because it's such a big deal. Yeah. So uh, and it's closer. It is a lot closer. So Daytona is on my list. Dover's on the list. Watkins Glen. For Daytona, I feel like you gotta go to that first race of the year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that second race of the year is just too hot. Well, see, they do it at nighttime, so it's oh, not really? as bad. But see, so like I've had this like dream since I was like a little kid, and if I can ever make it happen, but I want to like get to where I have a tour bus one day. And I can drive my tour bus and do, just park it at Speed Weeks, like in the RV garage. And it's so Speed Weeks, like this 10 day thing. And they do all the NASCAR stuff. It's like the first week of the year, you do a lot of testing, practice. There's a little like preliminary races to get up to the Daytona 500. And then at like New Smyrna, 
there's like little local short track races, and like some of the big guys go over and race like modifieds, late models, stuff like that. So like you can literally watch racing from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, and it's all within 30 minutes of you know Daytona Beach. So one day I'm gonna have a tour bus and park it up there in the RV lot and spend 10 days at Daytona. Well, for if you've weeks. got room for two podcasters to come and we'll broadcast the whole, Dude, we'll broadcast yeah. what we can from that weekend yeah. and. Like, See, it won't be a weekend. It's gonna be ten days. Like, we're gonna have to, we're just gonna bro, have to do like do live, like marathon. We're just gonna have to do live podcast ten days. Oh, yeah. I got the NASCAR media hookups. So we can exactly. get, we get the fuck in we'll there. We'll get Brandon on there. Like Brandon, he'll hook us up with Busher and Newman. He'll I'll get, get us I'll, over there. I'll get my buddy Big Bob from <laughs> racing with Skip Clayton. We'll get yes. him done. And Bob, Bob's Bob's a big NASCAR fan too. He's he's bigger he's bigger than Boudreaux if you can believe it. Big Bob from up in New Jersey. Uh, oh, we'll yeah. get him. We'll get him down. Like we'll I said, those Jersey dudes made me look small. Yeah, they're yeah, <laughs> all, a bagel, bagel, pork roll, um, pizza fed <laughs> Hell up there. Yeah. But um, but dude, that NASCAR. So have you done? Have you gotten to play a show at a NASCAR place yet? I haven't. That's all. I, Any of I the was, tail, even the tailgate parties and stuff. I haven't. I've done. We've we've brought guitars and stuff down to Dega and like hung out and just done that whole thing, but. Not like an actual show. We got we got to get you on one of those, dude. I know. I was love Bristol, to do. Bristol does those. Bristol, like, De- a lot. Dega. So like Saturday night, they have the said the Boulevard thing, you know, in the infield, and it's just like ninety thousand people. They put a stage up. Like Riley Green played it last year, and he's from Bama. Yeah. Like it is awesome and. I can't remember who opened up for him, but like, dude, I would kill for that opening slot to open for Riley Green and at at Dega. Like that would be just. Insane. Yeah. yeah, before the um the battle at Bristol game with um Tech in Tennessee. Yeah. Which I, I learned I grew I watched dis- that on TV. I grew a disliking for Tennessee at that game because all I heard like we were we were in it the first half. Then the second half happened, whole fucking game, all you heard was Rocky Top because all they were doing was fucking <laughs> scoring on us. And it was oh, bullshit. Man. It was a pain in the ass. I'll tell you um, what I always hear from people that are Tennessee fans. Go Vols. Go Vols. It's this great, is going to be our year. We're going to do it. We're going to be Alabama this year. It's a great day to be a Tennessee Vol. Like, Listen, they, love, they love that I'm shit. not going to lie, though. I love watching the Alabama-Tennessee game because somewhere usually around middle of third quarter, start of fourth quarter, you just see a sea of orange start exiting. Leaving. leaving. And yeah. they're leaving because they know they got beat. And then you'll see them outside, and they're just crying. Yeah, the, and it's great. Yeah, it's the, a great the, sight. The day before that battle at Bristol game, they did a concert inside the – inside like inside the track oh, hell yeah. and we were on the it was just the one side but they did it so because it was like a border thing with Texas and southwest virginia and ut obviously in eastern tennessee um so it was kenny chesney Damn. tennessee that's awesome old dominion they're virginia, virginia guys yeah. and then the band perry before they went pop and Kenny Chesney played the Boys of Fall, and he had Peyton Manning come out in his Vols jersey with a cowboy hat on. So and it was that insane. song came out my senior year of high school. That's so dope. And we got beat the last game of the season, and as we got beat, like they played that song. Yeah. I still can't listen to that song without yeah. fucking getting emotional, getting, getting sad. Yeah. yeah. And what was cool too about that game? They had the cars parked on like parked into like turn one and turn like turn four. Like That's bad, they had yeah. the NASCAR, and then Lee Greenwood came out and played. Um, Played, um, God bless, yeah, God bless, yeah, God bless America. Yeah, he came out and played, and they had the big flag on it. was sick. That, Speaking of NASCAR stuff, I forgot they did this last year. Were you here for whenever they did all the awards and stuff last year? Yeah, got to go, got to go to the like award show the at the Ryman. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, that well, was, we didn't go to that, but like, okay. uh, when they, they rented out uh, Blake Shelton's bar, old, Red, yeah, 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 we got to go to that, and then we get the uh, dude, they did that. Uh, what was it? Burnouts on Broadway. I was there for that too. Yeah, so I was running sound. Got, it was, on, got on TV for the first oh, really? time in my life. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Awesome. I was I was running sound for that dude, like not for 
Broad, burning out on Broadway, but I was running the sound at Whiskey Row. I was about to say because the sound was terrible. I was about well, to have to give you a dig no, on it. No, dude. <laughs> but, dude, I, I text my uh, professor, and I was like, things they don't teach you in college, how to run sound while they're doing burnouts and fucking revving their engines oh, right yeah. outside deadly into your mics. Out of all the things, though, no joke, and I mean this seriously, out of all the things that I've gotten to do, like cool shit NASCAR-wise, that ranks up there at the top. Like, yeah. To see those dudes... I mean, there's 16 guys come down and, like, do burnouts literally so close. I just made a TikTok, and I can show it to y'all when we get done. But it, I made, like, you know, y'all know who Tim Duggar is? Yeah. Yeah. Big NASCAR guy. And he was hosting the burnouts on Broadway thing. And Tim didn't even know it was me. But I'm, like, leaned over the gate, and Joey Logano comes around, and he's just, like, I don't know how he didn't hit the wall. I mean, we're, I'm, I'm going to touch the spoiler. Like, we're leaned over, <laughs> and uh, they're, like, giving them, you know, they're, like, judging them on their, their burnouts or whatever. And Tim's, like, I want to give a 10 to the guy leaning over the wall. And I got a video of this girl behind me. I'm just like leaned over the wall, like doing it. And I was like, that's me. I'm the dude leaned over the wall. And I'm right there at the car. It was insane. Like we're getting hit in the face with rocks and gravel and rubber. I was like, dude, this is just sick as hell. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who's, in the, awesome. who's in the lead right now for NASCAR? Uh, Kevin Harvick in the points. He's Him and Denny Hamlin both have five wins apiece. What do you think of my Jersey boy, uh, Martin Truex? You got anything I, I against like, Truex? No, no, not at all. Okay. I, I I used to be like a huge Truex fan when he was like in the DEI days because all of my like the Earnhardt stuff, and uh, like huge fan. But I got to meet him at through at the burnout thing. Yeah, you the, probably got to meet a lot of people. Yeah. that had to be and his like, wife or girlfriend Sherry. Yeah. She's like super cool, and she's like a big country music fan. And like her, and she has like Travis Denning and Cole Swindell and all yeah. them. So. Uh, I'd actually talked to her on social media, and, like, she was like, oh, what's up? And, like, brought us over in, like, his VIP room and stuff over there. And, like, he, you know, Truex is in there. But, yeah, dude. I, like, he, I used to freaking love him back in the 8 Bass Pro days. Like, I was like, or the when, 8 was his Bush Series car, and then the 1 when he drove the Cup yeah. car. I was like, he was, like, the dude. But I guess he went, he's been from team to team to team. Yeah, it's, just, yeah it's, it's crazy watching how people have gone to so many, like, just – how people move to different teams, different cars, and just yeah. how it's transitioned over the years. Yeah. Like it's in a different, it's in a very different place than it was like ten years it is. ago. And it's all about money, which sucks. Which is what 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 I was going to ask you about because you're such an avid NASCAR fan. Is like when people like when the sponsors are freaking changing around and like I feel like it's become so corporate that it's hurt the sport for diehard fans like yourself. Like it's not the same, and that's that's the vibe that I get at Bristol. Yeah, a lot of my family in East Tennessee, they're like, we used to go to the races all the time, and. It was awesome, but now it's like they like the tickets are so expensive now that it, it's it's knocking out the common man who's yeah. taking his family and taking his kids to the track, and kids aren't becoming NASCAR fans right away. Like they don't have the experience that you had yeah. going to races when they were kids. I think that that is a thing, the prices of tickets. But like me, just being like such a NASCAR guru, like I am, like how much it costs to race race cars is just absolutely astronomical. Like. These dudes literally like if your name is on the hood of a car, like it's like twenty, it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to have a full full primary sponsor. Like that's just not it. Like it should not be that much. And these guys, it's hard. Like I mean, it's hard for a company to put up that much money. And like they're signing like five, ten million dollar deals. Like it just costs too much to race. And cars are now being built by like lasers and all these engineers and it's like they're building rocket ships and spaceships and back in the day you could build a championship winning car in your garage like davy allison in the 80s and 90s and them when he won his championship in the bush series they built that car in his garage in behind his house 
Like, yeah. what happened to those days? Like, growing up around all the dirt track racing guys, you know, like back home, like they build, the, they hang the bodies, they build the chassis, everything, engines, in, right. in the shop at their house. Like, yeah. it's not, it's it's nice, but it's not, it's not hundred million dollar nice, you know, dude. Whenever I got to tour some of those workshops and stuff, dude, it's insane. Like, it's insanity. Like, I asked a guy that one of my friends knew that was giving us the tour. I was like, so what'd you do for this? And he was like, oh, before this, I was like literally a rocket scientist yep. at NASA and I got laid off from NASA. So I decided to come yep. do this. So I do aerodynamics for them. You got to have an engineering degree now to work on a car. Yeah. And like, I get it. I understand. But that's not what it was born. And I think on. NASCAR yeah. went wrong when they introduced the car of the future. Yeah. Car I, I, 2008. Car, 2008 car when, we, when we tanked. Yeah. That's that to <laughs> me is whenever NASCAR stopped being NASCAR. See, and like my favorite era in NASCAR is like 2000 to 2007, right before Same. that happened. Like that is yeah. prime, like no when splitters. Ju- when, jun- when Junior's going out doing his and thing. The eight Budweiser car. And, like you, got, those, and, those. and you got the, what, yeah. were some of, what were some of the big rivalries? That was whenever, that uh, God, who was it? Hendricks was owning the sport at that Jimmy point. Jimmy Johnson had five Johnson, championships in a row. Yeah, you had Johnson, Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon. Gordon still ran great. Yeah, all three of those were on the same team. Yeah. Like, and then who was the fourth for that team? Mark Martin was there for a good yeah, like, yeah, hot yeah. minute. Yeah, so it was like you had four solid drivers. That was like the Yankees or the Patriots of NASCAR. I mean, that's four guys that can contend for championships. Exactly. Like, Mark Martin's like, that was like towards the end of his career, but, I mean, that was the end of his career. But he was like, they went out and won races, you know, like in 2009, 10, and 11, like they were winning races, and he was like 55 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he was competing with all these kids that were coming yeah, up. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I've... I've I enjoyed. It. I want to get to another NASCAR. I want to get to a NASCAR weekend as a fan and like actually Dude, experience this. What, the what shit. both of y'all need to do is next time when we do this about every Sunday. There's not a Sunday race today, but y'all said I would say y'all come over tonight, but because uh, there's a race tonight. But y'all said y'all were watching baseball, but one Sunday when we help, we have like parties at the house. So like, I mean, literally like. Fuck, beer bong in, yeah. like shotgun I want, and beers. I want, and, I want, I want to watch a NASCAR race with you yeah, just dude. to see what it's like because you're probably from the moment that it starts when the green flag. Yeah, the, when the mean, it's, it's, it's no, there's no like, there's no like sleeping or nothing. It's just like we're like balls to the walls, like cheering and and Kayla and I keep bringing Kayla, but he's a huge NASCAR fan and he's always coming and watch races. And I don't know if y'all know Jared Hartness, but he's a big NASCAR fan. Like those are all guys I met here in Nashville, and they're just like huge nascar dude so like we all get together and watch races and then i'm just a loud obnoxious dude that's anyway how, that's, that's that's how i am with the yankees so then add, oh yeah it's add beer on top tonight. of that <laughs> plus racing and it's just like i'm probably the most annoying what was guy the video the room, there was a but, video it was on somebody's instagram story about you or you put something up and you going woo like getting very oh, excited yeah, yeah yeah that's like my signature yell i guess you'd say but so i just holler and scream all the time what does it I sound see? like oh, can, yeah. you, can you yell for us right now no i don't know if i can do it in the mic probably just, just be back away a little bit back away. i want to hear it like there we go yeah yeah yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah that wasn't too bad yeah that's how that's how i do it well, that's like my thing you know and i made it you're probably talking about the tiktok i made the other yeah. day i made a tiktok and uh I'm like dancing or something at the end of it. I'm like, woo, you know, do the big yell. And like, I'm playing like some Waka Flocka sa- soundtrack in the back. And I was like, that feeling when Chase Elliott wins the All Star race, you know, and I'm just like wearing like a cut off Dale Jr. shirt and just, you know, being a redneck NASCAR fan. Hell yeah. Just what I do. It's that's the way to do it. Go 100%. Yeah, that's what I do. Hell yeah, dude. No, that's, that's exciting, man. But. 2020, man, it sounds like you're making a lot of lemonade out of these damn COVID lemons, putting the, putting the, getting the music out there. And I'm looking forward to this, this, um, you telling us about that song coming out Labor Day, like yeah, tender dude. plan y'all got right now. Yeah. 
It's exciting, man. I haven't really told anybody that, so this is the first place. Exclusive. We got an exclusive, exclusive. Boudreaux. Yeah. We got a fucking exclusive. It's like, because I mean, like I said, it's just just started. I mean, you just started having those conversations and hell yeah. So, you said you cool said song. you have a you said you have a pump you you said that you're with a pub company. Who are you with for publishing? BMG. BMG, no shit. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I had no idea. That's yeah. badass. Yeah. How long have you been with them? Uh about two a little over two and a half years. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. So you're you're a professional songwriter. That's what they call me. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> dude. That's awesome. That's fucking sick. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm dude. just kidding. I love it. It's cool. Yeah, I, dude. I love it. It's uh Getting, I mean, getting the right songs for a living is the coolest job in the world. You know, like, uh, we never take it for granted. It's, it's, it is the coolest thing in the world to sit down, meet all these people, get to do all this stuff, and write songs every day. Where's your favorite place that you've gotten to play? <sighs> Dude, I'd always say back home. Like the first time I ever got to play the brew house full band, and we sold like almost four hundred tickets. I literally, I was like on the highest of cloud nines ever. What was the? You've probably seen a lot of shows there too. Tons. Of a lot of people have gone to the Blue House. Yeah, a lot of shows. I mean, I've seen. I mean, I've seen Riley Green. I've seen John Langston. I've seen Muscadine. I've I've opened for Job there before. But yeah, I, I was gonna I've say yeah because Job. Job's Job's Del- he's from Delonica, right? Which yeah. isn't too far. Yeah, it's just like it's on the east side of Georgia. We're on the west, about in the same spot. He's just literally to the east. Um. I've been to his shows there. I've opened shows for Job there, so I've done both of those. I've seen Job open for John Langston there before. I saw, um, back in like high school, I saw John Langston open for Colt Taylor at the Oh, House shit, back, back when four-wheel day. drive was in full effect. That was before four-wheel drive. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, this was like 2013. So this is back when, when and, they're all really stuck like, out. And no joke, like, dude, Joe, seen Joe Diffie play there. Florida Georgia Line played there back in, like, 2009, 2010. Damn. Uh, Thomas Rhett's played there. Brett Eldridge has played there. And now, and now you're playing there. Now I'm the playing ring. there. <laughs> I'm hoping I can get to all their, like, level of career one day. We yeah, all dude. started out at the brew house. But, I mean, I thought that's helped me out a lot, though, being able to see, like, all those all these, all these tiers of artists come through the brew house because – I'm still friends with all of my my friends on social media and stuff, and the people that buy tickets to those shows. So I see like what kind of music and like the kind of music they consume and want to buy tickets to see. And some people that don't get to go to those shows and see that like right there directly, I feel like that's like a little bit of an advantage. I can just see like all these people come through here and literally go from like Riley Green's first show there of selling like 50 tickets to him selling out two nights in a row there. You know yeah. what I mean? Now he's playing the freaking Forum, which is just right across the street from the brew house, and it holds like, I mean, they sold like three or 4,000 tickets. That's like a huge deal. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. to see that growth from like 50 people to 4,000 or yeah. whatever it was. So, yeah, who, man, it's awesome. who on that, that, um, that's come kind of like before you is, have you gotten to know any of those guys really well? And like, is anybody like giving you like advice, like of the Georgia boys and stuff like that? Not really. I've met Riley before. I was, I was right on there at Dylan one time and like he came in, like we were already done writing, just like sitting there shooting shit. And he came in, like got to meet him. And then, not really though, like being at the shows and stuff, you know, it's cool. Like when you get to, especially if you're opening the show, you get to be around everybody and hang out with them, but not really. I mean, it's just, Get up there and play your balls off and chug beer and sling it on the people, you know? <laughs> when did the Stone Cold thing start? <laughs> uh, Probably sometime last year. Probably it was at the brew house when it started. I pissed my dad off. My dad hates it with a passion. <laughs> uh, I, the first time I did it, I just like, 
the first time this actually started and became a thing on social media was at Talladega with a buddy of mine named Matt McKinney. I oh, know. I know Matt. Yeah. The giant. Yeah, yeah, he's like eight foot tall. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so, and Ray's Rowdy's involved in this as well. Okay. We get to take over. We're doing like a Ray's Rowdy takeover at our campsite at Dega, and I'm like in charge of their Instagram account. And so Nick's just like, basically post whatever you want. Just don't post anybody naked on the page. And I was like, Sounds good. I was like, pretty much, though, if you, like, turn around at Talladega, some girl has their shirt off. So it's like, you could just turn around. I was like, I just better, like, keep the camera, you know, facing, like, one direction. Anyway, it was Matt's idea. And we get on the back of this truck. And we're this dude. I can't remember his name. I think his name is Colby. We're in a flatbed, like, Dodge jacked-up truck. And he has – his mom made him this blanket, like, this towel. And it's a picture of him, like, American flag glasses and a mullet. And <laughs> it's, like, made on a towel. He's got it hanging on the bed of his truck. So there's, like, Yeti coolers and shit on the bed of this truck, and we go up there and, like, stone cold them, and then, like, that's just kind of where it started. So it started digging, and then I started doing it on shows, and then it's, like, became a thing, like, people that, like, catch the beer cans after I throw them, like, they'll bring them up and, like, ask me, like, sign the beer cans and stuff. Like, it's, like, awesome. But my dad got pissed the first time I did it because I, like, smash them and, like, throw them. He's like, GD, motherfucker, like, damn can goes right by my head like what are you doing throwing cans in the crowd like that and i was like dude people think that's the awesomest thing in the world like i'm gonna keep doing it i've literally done it at every show since autographed dawson edwards beer cans. i autographed a beer can that i threw out one night at the brew house so it was like a hometown thing but about the only place i've ever signed autographs in my whole life is my hometown but hey i'll take it hey dude, that's freaking awesome <laughs> hell yeah i love i love hearing that bro yeah um but bro it was this has been this a blast is, this been man fun. it's been a lot of fun i can't wait to go to races with you yeah. and and hang out a lot more man now where can people go to like catch you on social media so you're big so you're on tiktok now just started tiktok how's that going I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't really know. Just do all the stupidest stuff you can. You'll yeah, be famous. That's kind of what I'm going for. Like, you know, posting you videos. start doing some dancing. of those dances, you know? So, <laughs> talking to my publisher, and uh, I've actually got a, we got a solid idea, but we're going to, like, duet some, like, just basic white girl doing her little dance. And I have a NASCAR uh, Ricky Stenhouse driving suit. We're going to, like, do the dance with the suit on, like, in the TikTok. Yeah. Right? I feel like that should get some traction, right? Like, yeah. me shaking find, my ass on TikTok and a Find one of the suit. famous ones. Yeah, and duet her. Or, yeah. I feel like it's only girls that do those dances, but, hell, I'm going to give it a shot. Dude, we'll, we'll be on the lookout for that. <laughs> hell, yeah. And then you're on Instagram and Twitter Instagram, and all that shit. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that. Music's on Spotify. What's YouTube. the handles they can find you at on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Dawson Average Music on everything. Cool. I'm not sure what my Twitter it's my Twitter handle's not that, but if you look up Dawson Edwards, I'll pop up. Do you tweet a lot? I do, but mainly about racing. Okay, real quick. So we do a segment on here. It's been a while. Tyler, yeah, it has been a while. So you're the first podcast that we've done like in person yeah. since like March. I want to say like no, March. March sixteenth was the oh, last yeah, in person. Last in person. One. last in person was before before COVID hit. Yeah. Um and what Tyler so Tyler's got he's he's on Twitter a lot and we have a Troll account. We'll show you after, okay? Because um, it, it remains anonymous. At eighty five underscore Dawson is my Twitter handle. Yes. Right. So what? it's 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 so the thing is, I tell everybody, if I was gonna just like delete all social media, I would keep Twitter because like you know you can like mute stuff. You can you pretty much just see like what you want to see. And right. so I have all like the news that I care about, and it's like a lot of racing and Georgia football basically, and that's the two of the things I care about. So that's what I have my Twitter for, and I don't really post a whole lot about music, but I have people that are fans of, like big NASCAR fans that have met me through there and like, oh hell yeah, you play music and they just become like big fans. So it's helped me out a lot. I don't have like a big following on Twitter or nothing, but it's just 
Straight up, mainly a lot of racing stuff. Do we do we do we get any drunk tweets? Do you ever like drunk tweet? Yeah, like, if I'm pissed off about a race, I'll, all right. Here's one? <laughs> here's one from seven twelve. So the twelfth. So that was what two weeks ago. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried. I've really, really tried to enjoy this package, but man, I'm ready for some no spoiler and some high <laughs> downforce. I need it. Yeah. Explain that one. That is talking about the NASCAR package. I, I I hope it doesn't say high downforce. I hope it says high horsepower. If it not, says high downforce. Oh, I totally messed it. See, I was probably drunk. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, was like, I get pissed off, and that's when I like I make a drunk tweet. It's like, dang, I get pissed off. But NASCAR's like got this package where they like lowered the horsepower, got huge spoilers on the car, and I'm like, man, I want to have big engines again and no spoilers and back to the way it used to be. So that's what that was about. Hell yeah. You apparently love whenever people wreck. I do. You love a good wreck. Yeah, there's like three tweets in a row that was like, "Damn, that was a great wreck." Glad that blank walked out of it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not. It's not. It's not that it's a great wreck. I just like, damn, that was a hard hit. Like I'm glad that so and so is okay. Yeah, glad. See, that one you. of those. I know one of those is Eric Jones hit like the weekend before I interviewed him. That was like one of my interview questions to him. Like he took a hellacious hit at the brickyard the other day. Damn. Brutal. Damn. But um. But yeah, man. So we always we always wrap this thing up too with um, our guest playing a song. What what song you want to play for us today? Uh, you said you like coldest things bar. Hell we'll yeah, that. dude. We'll I lo- I love that. Who'd you write that with? Uh, Emily Landis and Benji Davis. Hell yeah! And how long ago did you write that one? Dude, it's been it's probably two years old. We it's been on hold with people. I mean, it's been on hold here and there. It's been it's been all over town with people yeah. and just no one ever cut it and. It was actually going to be my first project, but it was on hold with, I can't remember, too, I think it was John Party. It was on hold with him. Oh, no shit. I was like, I just, you know, I don't want to mess that up or nothing, so yeah. I won't cut it. So, anyway, I was like, screw it, I'm cutting Now, is that a true story? What? Coldest one in this bar? So, yeah, Benji, Benji actually came in with that idea, and it was about him, like, falling in love with a bartender at a bar. No shit. So, like, that was, that's where it came from. See, like... That was like the first time I ever met Benji Davis, and he was like, "Dude, I got some advice for you." And I was like, "All right." He's like, "Don't ever fall in love with the bartender." I was like, "That's pretty good advice." Also, one of those things is like if you see a girl and she's hugging all the bouncers and knows all of them, just stay clear. <laughs> those bouncer bunnies—they're yeah, a real fucking thing. They're a real thing. Hell yeah! So man. that's where it came from. It was Benji's idea. Hell yeah, man! And then Emily just posted a picture yesterday. She just got or her video. She just got her first single. Ever heard her first time on the radio. So no shit. congrats to Emily for that. She, Hell yeah. She wrote, she's got Gabby, Gabby Barrett's new single. No shit. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. She's that's over awesome. at BMG as well. Okay. Hell yeah. Then, Hell yeah. I'm not sure. I think Benji's a big machine. I'm not sure where he's at. Okay. But yeah. Dude, that's badass. A lot of big things happening, man. Well, well, Tyler, our first episode back in person. First time I've been in Nashville for four months. Dude, it was. it's good to freaking sit down. It's good to drink a non-alcoholic bush light. It's good to just be sitting here with, in person with people. Yeah, well, I in found person. these things out in Texas that I love called ranch water. It's a hard seltzer. I know it sounds sissy, but this is actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> there I'm you go. For it. Ranch te- water. Yeah. Your, te- your Texas white claw over there. It's it's like... The it's Texas got, white claw. I love I love. Pretty that. much is... I mean, ranch water is like an actual thing like that they home make. Now somebody just made it in a can. Yeah. It's like got key lime and agave in it. I don't know. Hell yeah. It tastes good. It's I like good. the can. The can's got a very simple design on it. Yeah. Like the, it's got a cow. It's got the state Texas. Yeah. You know, it's got whatever the hell that thing is. It looks like half of a sun rising. It's got yeah. some water, you know. I like the simplicity of that. Yeah, yeah. black and white, yeah. nothing, 80 calories. 
you know. Hey, see, I'm here for the 80 calories. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with that. <laughs> Tastes <laughs> good. Trying to cut calories over yeah. here. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Real quick, we got to give a shout out to um, our buddy. We've now got partners in this thing. We're oh, starting. To, we're yeah. starting to grow a little bit, which is cool. He we're, ain't a partner, man. He's family. He's, fa- he's family at this point, and um, we're partnered up with him on our writers' rounds over at Live Oak, and he's going to be doing a lot of content for us going forward. It's our buddy Wales from Whale Tail Media, so you guys make sure you check him out and um, stay tuned for some cool features that'll become Whale Tail Media. We've also got a new studio that we're going to be recording in, starting in a few episodes from now. Um, that uh, that we'll be talking about, and uh, some sponsors hopefully on the way soon that we're in talks with right now. So a lot of cool things growing. Boudreaux, where can they find us on the Twitter, Instagram, all that shit? So Twitter is at In the Round Pod, and then uh, Instagram and Facebook is In the Round Podcast. Yes, sir. So yeah. Awesome. Well, now we're going to let our boy Dawson Edwards sing a song for y'all. Y'all make sure you go and stream the shit out of this song. It's his latest one. It's it called Coldest, Link, Coldest Thing in This Bar. Y'all go check it out. This has been the End of the Round Podcast. You never liked the way that I liked to come in this place and drink beer. So I don't know why you look so surprised to see me sitting right here. That look you just shot me sent a shiver down my spine. Thank God I ain't sober, thank hell froze over cause the devil's on special night. Beg a shot to chill tequila, buckets of bottle Bud Light, kick sitting in a bag bout. This weather, we'd still be together. I can feel you from across the room. Like it's snowing inside in the middle of July. They should name a storm after you. I should probably hunker down. Get a little drunker now. Seek a little cover, then another and another. Cause as long as you're hanging around. They shot the tequila.
mixed drinks and mason jars And it's crazy to me how you still be the coldest thing in this bar Yeah, you're the coldest bitch in this bar Yeah!